We're back, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you thought we were leaving. <laughs> such a great way to do it. such a great way to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> uh. Welcome to the Back to Back Pinch Fest. <laughs> Pinch God <laughs> damn it. We're all pinching each other. Oh, We're back. We're changing the show up. It's a oh, pinchy damn. podcast. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Woo! All right. Welcome to the Back to Back Pitch Fest, where we each have 30 seconds to pitch a plot to a movie based on this week's topic. And we vote on who's his best. Um, kind of changing things up a little bit. So we're starting off with the pitch here. Uh, just because of the nature of this episode and kind of what we talked about, where we're going, things like that. Uh, we thought it'd be more fun to kind of kick it off, get this done, get this out of the way, see who wins, see see who uh, is the champion. <laughs> uh, so this week uh, we are going to do films that are plot or uh, sorry plots that are kind of our dream plots, I guess the ones we we want to make, not dream as in how fucking ghost stories ended, but <laughs> but uh. Um, uh, the plots, the, the the dream films, the ones we want to make, the ones if we were given kind of unlimited cash and control for a film, uh, we'd make. So, who wants to go first? You go first. Do it. Yeah. Screw it. It's going off the top of my head, but I'm doing. It. Oh. I I thought I wrote a pitch, but it, only half of it's there, so I got to go off the top of my head too. Oh my god, you fucking goobers! <laughs> I don't know why half of it's there. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Fucking um, Apple Notes. Do you think we should still do 30 seconds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, pressure's on. All right. So, Byron, off the top of your head. Yeah. What's the title of your dream film? Oh, that's actually a good quote. (laughs) I didn't think about the title. Um, Well, it's called The Hell Trilogy. And I've probably touched on this a little bit in the past. Okay. So, this is not a film based off anything else. It's yours or yours? No, it's, it's, well, it's loosely based on some things. Um. But uh, okay. it's 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 called the Hell Trilogy, so it's actually not just one film; it's a, it's a trilogy of films. Well, you get thirty seconds, so good luck. All right, cool, yeah. cool. It's cool. ten seconds per film. Yeah. Okay. Oh fuck. <laughs> Have you thought about it? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Okay. Set in the 1400s, uh, Spanish conquistadors come to South America in search of El Dorado, and um, basically each film three hours long, huge epic. Um, and at the end, they actually find El Dorado. That's the big twist. And instead of it being gold colored, it is gold, but it's been charred black and it becomes a hell where all the conquistadors basically kill each other and El Dorado becomes a literal hell with demons and everything. And stop. Wow. Look wow. at you. <laughs> hey, apocalypse now. <laughs> and apocalypto. And apocalypto. Yeah, it's a combination. Apocalypto though, like, now is the name of your film. It's a combination of everything I love, there really. Go. All sorts of stuff, yeah. All right. The Hell Trilogy with yeah. no specific name for each movie. Cause... I think it's Apocalypto Now. I think that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be Now Apocalypse, yeah. like the terrible oh, Stars film. Oh, God, no, I couldn't do that. Star Wars film? No, no, Stars. Like, on Stars, oh. there's a series oh, called Now Apocalypse, now Apocalypse yeah. which is probably the worst series trailers I've ever seen in my entire Maybe life. Maybe it's just now Mel Gibson. <laughs> it could star Mel Gibson. Hey, Mel. <laughs> hey, Mel. Hate Mel. Uh, oh, God. Um, You've got Mel. Let's do Jacob. Right now? Should I take my clothes off? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
So you are doing off the top of your head. I am too. Which I'm the only one who's prepared it here. Well, I I, sort of. I I thought I prepared mine. (laughs) I don't know why it's not loading. Only half of it's there. Uh, But I'm just gonna go for it. Okay. Do you have a title for your? Um. Let's just go with Michael. Mm, Okay. Kind of boring for the. the I know. (laughs) It's intentionally boring. (laughs) All right. It's the it's the most common name. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. That's not true. Muhammad is not Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad. That's you're right. It's the most <laughs> common the most uh, English name. name. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Uh, sure. With Michael. Okay. And go. Michael is a guy in his 30s who is depressed and lonely, and the reason he is that way is because whenever significant uh, events in his life happen, he sees ghosts. Um, he decides to fed up with this and can't really fix it he decides to kill himself and when he does uh, a bunch of ghosts appear and he realizes that he is inside of a film and he magically comes out of a film and the the ghosts are a film crew who are filming him and he exists in this new world (laughs) I almost got there god damn it's basically room Uh... it's basically room but Twilight Zoney, the movie Room, where he yeah. the kid gets out of the room, it's like that. But Twilight Zone, not the room, <laughs> yeah, not the room. It's like that w- with a Twilight Zoney kind of tr- magical oh twist where it just happens just because it does, and wow. it's gonna piss a lot of people off. But I don't give two shits. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what it's, it's about. So it's basically that scene in Third Encounters of the Clo- or Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where the little boy. Never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's that scene. Jesus. Um, you nailed it. <laughs> but yeah, he basically, like, he he, content, he, he kind of lives in this new world and has to, like, figure out his his new life without the excuses of, of the ghosts. Like, oh. d- to, to live his boring life. So now he kind of realizes that he's been leaning on the ghosts to, like, not do anything special with his life. Interesting. Yep. Okay, okay. So that's my extra right. forty seconds that I just uh, took for for, for myself. Your there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. You might as well just finish it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Totally cheating on the last right. episode. <laughs> I will end it here. Um, Which title of yours? Ten Little Miscreants. Ooh. Okay. Based off of the Agatha Christie book, and oh, then there were none. Sweet, because I know. Yeah. Uh, or formerly known as Ten Little Indians, or formerly known as a f- title I will not say. Yeah. <laughs> it gets racy. Wow. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, no, this is definitely... It's crazy, because just a little insight into this. Um, when I read this book, I basically read like half to two-thirds of the book in like one sitting. Just like when oh, I, dude, after I love having that. never read it before. Love that. Like, yeah. Oh, so. yeah it's going to be a lot of fun. Sweet. Anyway, I did some my own twist to it. Sweet. Are you ready? Yep. And go. In 2139, eight distinctly different strangers are invited by Mr. Owen to a multi-story home at the top of a high-rise above the new dystopic Los Angeles, a rare opportunity. They are greeted by a butler and housekeeper, making ten. The elevator malfunctions, falling to the bottom of the shaft, and there are no sterile exits. They quickly learn that none of them know a Mr. Owen right before one of them dies from a cyanide-laced drink. One at a time, people keep showing up dead, causing paranoia to to grow as the uh, ones left alive are forced to figure out who the killer is before it's too late. But who could and it be? Stop. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, shit. You decided to go first, so you get to choose first. Fuck. 
damn it. Uh, have either of you read the book? In the I have, yeah. Too. I yeah. have not. I'd like to revisit. I mean, I I, I read it. God, God, middle school. I think it was. It's a crazy. Long time ago. That and Murder of Roger Ackroyd. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't read that one. Ooh. Don't ever read anything about it. Just read the book. Oh wow. Oh. I know why you said that. <laughs> God damn it. Um. And that's amazing. And sucks that I know the thing now. Um. Going, God, this is so hard. I mean, I'm just gonna go with Keith, just because it's just the type of film that I like more. I guess I don't know. It's a lame. It's a lame. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Oh it's just like it's, it's tough. It's our last pitch. It's like I fuck. I don't know. It's 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 just I guess. For no other reason, it's just more of what I would watch. Yeah. You know, if you, yeah, I, it's like, it's clean. Both, both are. I mean, I would love to watch both. I don't know. It's goddamn it. I hate that. I hate. It's the worst <laughs> part of the pitches. I'm glad we're done with the fucking pitches. <laughs> God damn it. It was just all. It's always awkward for me. It's like fuck. It's like I don't want to. Sure. It's just like it's hard to always pick, but. Sure. I'll just yeah. I guess right. I'll stick with it. Cool. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Byron's just because it's hell and Mayans and Sweet. El Dorado and <laughs> sign me up for that shit. Couldn't um, give but, me the win on the last but, one. But I, still, I still did like yours. But uh, honestly, I've never read an Ag- Agatha Christie and I've never oh. even seen an Agatha Christie movie. So like, oh, I'm, I, like I know like She's very yeah. genre. She's very mystery genre. And she's like the epitome of, 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 of the, um, like, you know, like, uh, whodunit, you know? Um, but, uh, I yeah. just don't even know <laughs> anything about totally. it, but I yeah, totally yeah, yeah, love yeah. to watch it. Dude, um, and then there were but, none is fantastic. And Murder right. on the Orient Express. Right. Oh, classic. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they made two of them. Um, but yeah, I, I would be happy to watch both, but For sure. El Dorado. I mean, it's DreamWorks' best movie. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? God. Oh, See, that's the thing is, I don't want it to be I'm Eldorado just kidding. Movie. I know. It, it's, that, it's more like the, the... What was the, the Annapurna movie that... Or was oh, it Z, Plan B? Uh, La, the Lost City. Lost City of Z, yeah. yeah. It, more, it seems it's like, more like that, like that just tone. Be, that's the idea of it. They're just yeah. getting... They're trying but to get dark there. and gory. But it's, yeah, dark it, and exactly. very Byron-y. Yeah, it would be the yeah. most yeah. fucked up thing. There'd be kind some of, neon lights for yeah, some reason. It'd be glammy. Well, yeah, I mean, because it would become, <laughs> glam it would become hell. Like, yeah. it, like, so it would definitely be very, like... You know, only God forgives with the golds and the reds and the... It's glam. Someone would pull out a shotgun at some point. Yeah, there, I mean, there'd be purples, you know, with like some of the, <laughs> the jungle, right, like the jungle the scenes shotgun. would be like, right. oh man, dude. get some queen I have music it all in there. In my no, no queen. Oh, uh, <laughs> it would be very like Little Travis Scott. It'd be like it'd be like Cliff Martinez meets Vangelis meets Tangerine Dream meets uh, Johan Johansson meets uh, uh, what's, her, what's his face Hans Zimmer. 
and maybe a little bit of Hans Zimmer, but yeah, just you know, <laughs> combined, and that would be the score. Yeah, yeah. just all all of their music just yeah. combined I mean, mixed together. No original tracks. Right. Yeah, look, just shit they just a it mess of a garbage mess. It would have to be original because it have to fit so well with images right and, I and the other queen music head. in the movie and nick and i have talked about this for years we've talked about making these the, uh, the trilogy dude that'd be um, dope no one wants yeah. to watch three hours plus of each movie though yeah well it would well, purely be for me you know what i mean it would, kidding, it would literally man. really just be for me i mean that's the thing no, it's I like know, it would yeah. be that would be my dream project. most people make movies for themselves yeah we just happen to like them and the true. thing is, is I really only talked about the first film. The first film is the El Dorado one. The second film deals with the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, well, um, don't get Keith's vote yeah. too. And well, no, the, the, yeah, you, you can purely base this on the on the. On the you El only Dorado get forty five extra yeah, yeah, yeah. to talk about. Well, so like the, 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 the originally the first up. the first one is like it's it's El Dorado, and El Dorado becomes hell. The second one, it, it takes place in Spain, Spanish Inquisition. And the Spanish Inquisition, the people that, you know, it becomes a hell. The third one literally takes place like in hell. So it's basically the combination of what happens. And that's the one where the characters of the other two that you saw are the characters of the third one. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So it kind of all, the first two are only related in the sense that hell happens at the end. And then the third one is is the combination of both characters. Both films' characters are now together in hell. Right, that yeah. makes sense. And my film Michael will win a bunch of Academy Awards, oh, shit. but Tarantino won't be there. He won't have a movie in competition mm. during, so when it wins. Guaranteed to win. Yeah. So well, no. It's, well, it would have won either way, but it's not getting in the <laughs> way of Tarantino's Oscars. Oh, is well, what that's I'm good. Yeah. That's good. So you're not pulling a Zemeckis. Yeah, I'm not trying to okay. Zemeck you guys. Okay, that's good. All right, so Byron has one for me. And Jacob has one for Byron, and it's uh, funny too because like I thought about this already prior to both of your guys' like discussion about things. So this is not like a trying to fuck things up or anything like that. But like I was actually gonna go for Jacob's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. So like, because I know you've talked about that one before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I know, which is fair because it's your dream one. But like, you know. Yeah. Can't recycle that shit. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Recycling I is bad for I you. Yeah. a little bit. Uh, and the environment. But no, I... Uh, uh, yeah, I think Jacob is really interesting. I think it's some... Sweet. I know you both pulled it off the top of your head. Um, <laughs> didn't play it out. But no, I think I was a little bit more drawn to it. And, and then, uh, yeah, the kind of like... I kind of wish you would have brought something. Something... Yeah. Maybe even a touch different than what I right. heard before. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, I actually was going to go for Jacobs prior to, um, which actually does tie us up for the... Uh, no way. The end. That's Fine. crazy. Yeah. Sweet. Hell yeah. Wow. Shit, that's what crazy. Way. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we've been doing the pitches since like the early 70s, I think. Early wow. 70s right. episodes. And I feel like you, you've you probably won the most. Won. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. won 99. That's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think when we stopped keeping track, but when we stopped keeping track, I was a little bit ahead. Yeah, that's right. Of it, so, which goes to tell you that I have the best taste in the movies. <laughs> All right. there, there you go. Or you're a caterer. I just know what you bitches like. <laughs> I know what my bitches <laughs> like. <laughs> um, all right, stick around after the break for the uh, 
a main episode and some some announcements and some fun. It's a long one. It's you a little bit longer. will like it <laughs> because it's a long one. Back to our roots. I said oh, that in the episode. God. I'll say it oh, again. God. Oh, <laughs> I God. mean, I will say it uh, oh, before I say it again. Oh, Help me out here. I'm deleting all this. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> about endgame about endgame i i didn't love it afterwards i was telling byron this uh before you came here Keith. but it's stuck with me more than any other marvel movie and it's kind of remarkable because all all the other marvel movies they're kind of in one ear and out the other but this one is like wedged and it's weird it's the only marvel movie where i didn't come out of it like oh that was pretty good like I was like, eh, it was okay, you know. Interesting. But yeah, but it stuck it's, with you. Boom! It totally flipped. So now I'm like, I think this yeah. is like probably the best one. Have you seen the oh. new Spider-Man trailers? Uh, for the oh, new- what's Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't really. I haven't seen that one. Yet. I don't really. Uh, they released the trailers for it. I, I, was I don't afraid, know if I watched I was the whole thing. I was afraid to see it because I haven't seen in game. I didn't know if it was going to be any spoilers or not. Spider-Man is alive. That's the only well, spoiler. Well, I guess that would be a spoiler, but not really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Is the end game expect- okay? I was expect because I knew that they were that they had already filmed the Spider-Man film. Right. So I guess it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, to be fair, like with Endgame, like I read the plots and options of it, and like, yes, there are some stuff that's kind of spoilery, but at the same time, there's shit in there that's like, okay, yeah, Marvel's been doing this since the dawn of time. Right. Like it's to be expected. There, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things that that they do that are very expected, and I know we're in. By the time this comes out, we're in spoiler, whatever territory. But Byron hasn't seen it, and I know you want to watch it. But how they do it is like great. Yeah, and 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 like well, how it, how it, it but... feels when when it's happening is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Even though like you know that like people's contracts are up, so you kind of have an idea of like who's yeah. gonna maybe not stick around for yeah. the next set or whatever yeah well the whole thing is they bought fox too so now and they bought fox so they're gonna bring in the the wolverines and stuff they are doing things like with mysterio jake gyllenhaal and you know other characters that i think are gonna be seen now you know like it's a whole new part of it dude i see that's i think it's great but i'm like it feels done to me I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, it feels like I feel let's yeah, close I feel the yeah. books and yeah. what's the next thing? Like I'm like ready but for the like, next. But like, what's I, what's the next thing? Another X Men franchise? I don't need. No, that. no, not like you know a, I mean? not even superhero. Like I oh, like I my I brain yeah, yeah, has yeah. like moved on, and I'm curious if other yeah. people feel that way. That's what my dad and I were talking about this because he's he's only seen the Avenger films and stuff that I brought, which are most of them. Um, but he's not really into it. You know what I mean? Like as Me much. Neither. Um. But he he finds it interesting in the visual effects, you know, blow him away oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. But um, because he's not super movie acclimated or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, he he hasn't seen Louis Bunuel. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I bring you. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a wide variety at his feet. Um, but he's, an uncomfortable but he's, variety. But he, there's a lot of stuff that he hasn't <laughs> seen, you know. But um, but uh. Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, fuck. God MCU? Damn it. Yeah, MCU. MCU. Oh, Your dad um, the MCU. It's just like, 
he, you know, we were talking about what's going to be the next thing. You know, Game of Thrones is ending. Right. Harry Potter is done with. Lord of the Rings is done with. Um, you know, Why MCU we... is. Okay, you know, DC no, isn't no, going. DC, the token you know, DC. All yeah. oh, right, but DC <laughs> is kind of like, eh. You know, like what's going to be the next Dude. big thing? Is it going to be based on books? Is it going to be its own thing? It, what What's That's it going to be? I like. Yeah. You know? I don't know, but I know we've talked about this on the show, and we've talked about how we think that steampunk is going to make a comeback. Maybe, I can see. I, hate I that almost question. think so much though. Yeah, is it I high fantasy? It, though I, I feel I like it. fantasy has to be the well, genre. But because Harry Potter look, I mean, already look, like came and went. But like Harry Potter, Marvel is. I mean, high fantasy. It is fantasy. Yeah, it's sci-fi fantasy. Lord of the Rings is. is fantasy. Well, sci-fi and fantasy are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I know that there are differences. Yes, yeah. But like the whole idea of science fiction is like science-based fantasy. Like there are things that don't exist and yeah. can't exist yeah. except. They have scientific reasoning that actually makes no sense to any scientist. Yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I, I don't know. I feel like it will be in that genre of sorts. I don't know what it will be, and I'm curious about what what's going to be the Dude, next big know. thing. What's the western? What's the superhero? But also, who yeah. gives the shit? I know, right? Like, what do we need the next I know. big Dude, thing? But too? I, know. Like, I, I mean, I don't, we yeah. also said this on the show, and it's the 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 '70s art film kind of craze. Which oh, could be dude. fucking cool. I oh, think that's coming. I'm down. Because you down. see what yeah. the A24 is going yeah. on, and you see what people are like, oh. kind of focusing on. Yeah. On like even you kind of see it in social media. Like obviously, there's geek culture, which is so wrapped up in corporate bullshit that it's not cool anymore. But <laughs> but like you kind of see the the move to like to, like people who want like these like crazy stories, yeah, like insane, no. like unique told stories even yeah, if they're books before totally. like yeah. people just want i think people want that crazy shit and i think in the next this next decade will be more of that i, I mean I'm guessing. for me the next big thing is like too old to die young like, like that's that, a crazy that, you know what thing i mean too so. like the, for me that's the 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 epitome the of what nicholas winding refn yeah miles yeah. keller show yeah, yeah. Show but it's crazy. a it's 10 episodes each at 90 minutes so it's mm-hmm. ten movies. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ten movies. I mean, like right. that's half of what Marvel's done in what fifteen years or right. whatever. I hope you know what I mean. Like, I like isn't that insane? It is crazy. In an ideal world, dude, I, the the Brits really have it the best. Like the miniseries, they, they, the miniseries, Chernobyl. But but mm. miniseries, that but shit also looks like amazing. Like Sherlock was like three or four episodes per quote season. But they were each movie length. Right. That's oh. what I would be down and for. And that stuff was in that, that stuff was <clears> sick. <throat> yeah. No, that, and they were yeah. they were able to fit in like a book into kind of like each movie, but there was like an arc to the whole series right. and like all the characters would develop and like Bodyguard. That would be dope. Oh, yeah. Bodyguard, yeah. Bodyguard. I wonder if they have they started filming season two? Are they doing two? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Either. I'm curious. I'm curious. But a little bit about Chernobyl. Craig Mason, Script Notes Podcast, showrunner. No way! I didn't know that. The guy who did the Hangover sequels, who's done sequels forever, and you look at that show, and it's just like I would never. He's always always been the guy who's like done the 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 like cheap blockbuster sequel, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. the money maker kind of guy, and maybe like the the comedies that aren't really like the scary movie three and four. You know, he's always been doing those, and here it comes out swinging. Good for him. It looks Chernobyl. great. It looks that trailer really gave good. Me chills. Yeah, I was like, like when is this guy, coming on? This guy is. I mean, he's always him. like, he's always known what's up, and he's like, it's funny because like I listen to the script notes, and it's like, this guy's clearly like very intelligent, knows what he's doing, 
but like and feels like his movies don't doesn't don't reflect like his true talent and he always talks about how like he's like i got these scripts in my drawer that are totally genius and they're never going to get made and he like on the show he's like i, I pulled out he's, he's he said he's like i have my script in my hand that i think needs to get made and it would be a huge movie but no one's ever going to make it because they don't want me to make those and he fucking comes out with Chernobyl. That's, and I bet that script is going to get made I, I, soon. Because yeah, that okay. Chernobyl looks so good. Yeah. Let me, let me, I just want to play slight devil's advocate. And, and I'm playing devil's advocate against Craig Mason, who's in the industry, <laughs> much more experienced, 100%. Rich under, I understand that. I understand that. And I understand he has a, a good perception of his place in the industry. Right. But there are hungry production companies who are looking to make shit. And like it almost seems like there's a couple of the big players right now who are like, I don't give a fuck. Let's just make it. Like right. I sort of feel like he's kind Dude, of I think he's he been wants in the to, industry he wants too to hit long. It. He wants mm. to hit it. Mm. I know he wants to hit it, but it's like almost being like too shut in for too long and you don't realize that like Because he's been kind of in it for like he's been in the industry, especially the older school industry for so long. Right, right. And his place is settled, like the dust has settled. But I think he's like what he needs is just someone to walk in and be like, nah, dude, like shake it up a little bit. Like, there's so much going on out here that you need to be a part of. Like I I just think his he doesn't he's not surrounded by the people or have is in touch with someone who can give him the outside perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I know. I, I guess my uh, my only opposition to that is going to be that he is all about movies that a lot of people see. That's like his his special thing, and I don't think he can go to like the hungry production companies that will just do anything uh, because people aren't going to like like he just doesn't <clears throat> like to make movies like that. That's fair. That's yeah. totally fair. And I I mean that's a strong perception, especially when you're like an artist i mean you want yeah. people to fucking see your work and to yeah. love it and to mm-hmm. give you credit but like some i mean this is what we were talking about before we started recording was like dude like he's living in a comfortable space you got to step outside of it if you're going to try to move up and out of it like if you think you have a script that's going to be good step into that uncomfortable space go back to being a little bit of a hungry person he's not a hungry writer anymore obviously go back to being the hungry writer and fucking just and risk it a little bit you know like and that's kind of the thing is like craig like all due respect to craig but it's like come on man (laughs) come on like do it why not what else what do you have to lose what does he have to lose by doing it right now like if no one ends up seeing it then so what i mean really like so what Who's going to talk about it? No one. Everyone's going to talk about what you saw. And I get that's kind of that's a blow to like your own ego, for lack of a better term, like your own kind of self-confidence towards what you're writing. But it's like if you – I feel like he's in an odd spot where it's like you really don't have that much to lose because you're still going to get hired for the next sequel that's going to be seen by X millions of people. And I, now you have a hit show. Yeah. So it, whatever. I know, I know John August, the other guy who's on that show – he he does that he like he'll go and like do like uh i think it was the nines i think is what it's called oh, like big fish <laughs> well it was after big fish so after big fish mm-hmm. he like directed his own movie mm-hmm. uh called the nines and it has melissa mccarthy and a couple other people in it um yeah. not with ryan reynolds too it, yeah ryan okay. reynolds is in it too okay um and 
he just kind of went for it. Yeah. You know, and just was like, I'm just going to do that thing. Um, so it, it, I think it's good to have both. You know what I mean? A little bit. It's like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, there's like the Spielberg thing where it's like, dude, come on, just like go back to your roots, you know, and, and do that, do, you know, do that crazy shit that you used to do. Um, but I don't know. It's weird because like we live we live in a world where you like need. There's like a need for both, you know what I mean? Like yeah, some people totally. need to have like the the that hungry art film like out, you know, like ink, like uh, you know, and then some people need like the huge budget like crazy film like Apocalypto, you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like the like there's like this weird like mix of like the two. And yeah, I do think you kind of need both. And I, like, I kind of just wish I could, if for some reason Craig Mason, you ever listen to this, it's like, <laughs> dude, you believe you have more to lose than we think you have to lose. Like, you, your perception of your own career span and what you think is appropriate for your own, like, artistic output, it, like, we don't care as much. Just make your thing make it as good as you can and people are going to latch on to it like you got to remember dude, that a little bit. that's what chernobyl looks like man it looks like this which is dope dude like what should be shit. his his should be his fucking like that should be the door opening and be dude. like i can do all this other stuff i'm like, pretty sure i hope so yeah. i feel like i haven't seen chernobyl yeah. but i hope i hope well that it, in it, a, it just started i i haven't seen it either but wait dude when did it start well the first the first thing is up on hbo is it already the what first the episode's fuck? already up what, I haven't why haven't I yet, seen though. this? I know I gotta watch it. When did noob. it start, dude? Fucking like Byron, the like over a here. couple, like when Game of Thrones, the latest episode. They had the trailer for it at the oh, head it did of the. Start, I thought it started May tenth. Oh, am I full of shit? I don't know. <clears throat> it could have. It could have started already. It could have started already. I'm not sure. Well, for the listeners, it's probably finished. It's pretty new. My buddy, I was just talking <laughs> to my buddy about it um, earlier today. No, it's yeah, pretty new. Because I've seen the trailers for it. Because it the. When the Game of Thrones yeah. new season came up, it HBO's still weekly. So yeah, you gotta. So I, I've it's, I've seen it the last four weeks or so. Um, dude, look at them reviews. I'm telling you, it's oh, gonna be good. Oh shit! It looks. I mean, it looks fantastic, and it's the type of shit that I, I oh, yeah. love. It's dark. HBO, oh dude, see us? episode one yeah. is already out. Dude. I'm telling came out, you. Yeah, came out uh, yesterday. My buddy just said oh, he watched God it. Oh, God damn it. Mother oh, fuck. I didn't yeah. hear you. So, okay, so just HBO. Okay, DC needs to take from HBO's playbook right now. Look at what mm. HBO is producing. Watchmen. Mm. Well, okay. Oh, yes. Sorry, uh. I didn't think about that. But yes, Watchmen. <laughs> Watchmen. HBO doesn't give a fuck, dude. HBO is like Marvel. Dude. You make this movie, we're going to make the exact opposite. Dude. And it's going to be dark and it's going to be crazy. Like, DC needs to just fucking. Dude, HBO knows what's up. Dude, all the like Netflix knows, like like all all the tech come like you know Amazon knows. Amazon knows. Oh, the the Disney and Fox like merger thing is just is totally because these tech companies are coming in and like taking all their filmmakers. Yep. You know, and like they're taking Nicholas Winding Harmony Korine guy. What's his name? Reffin. (laughs) Then I don't. Harmony Korine probably will make Lars von Harmony. Yes, yes, that guy. But, Van Sant. <laughs> Van Sant. But like everyone's just like, boop, there's money over here. We're doing that. 
Yep. You know, and, and like, and we can make our films larger stories. Yeah, yeah, and and they're like, hey, you can have a little more creative control. Like, yeah. it, it's it's one of those things where like they, they talk about on the Script Notes podcast all the time, but they they say how when you go and show up for a meeting, you're pitching the movie they want to make instead of the one you want to make. Right. So it's it's like, Super hey, we have this product, we have um, we have Fruit Loops cereal. Like we own Fruit Loops to make a movie off of. Pitch us your best toucan sam film mm-hmm. in yeah. 10 minutes and it's just like but it can't be what this it, it can't be that right but it can't be this it can't have any other cereals in it that's the only cereal we have mm-hmm. um and we've exercised a film about toucan sam we've exercised a film about fruit loops being their own entities kind of like kind of like that seth rogan food banging movie sausage, sausage party. party like we've exhausted <laughs> everything so but if you have anything else let us know and that's what the pitch is like yep. instead of like hey we, i have this thing that means a lot to me that is a more artistic thing that or an independent thing yeah and i i think that's that i think is where the shift is at. that's why people are going to tv outlets yep. you know or to to streaming outlets and that's why people, I think, want that more singular voice that yep. you get from art films and stuff. Because, yeah. like, people just, studios just aren't doing that. I mean, unless it's a specialty thing, like Mother or something. You yeah. Know? 100%. 100%. And, like, I'm so happy for that. Like, yeah. the yeah. Disney-Fox merger scares me. And I just hope that it leads to other little just pop-ups of, like... Dude, it's literally so they can compete with thing. Netflix. You know, it's stupid to me though. Like the competition doesn't come from becoming two giant titans. the The competition comes from understanding that what you're doing is incorrect. It's like it's like failing upwards. Right. Yeah. If you're gonna be a uh, production company that wants to produce the X, Y, and Z basic formulaic film, then you should fail because no one wants that. Fuck you. This is this is what we call <laughs> free market. <laughs> like this is this is literally this is what people oh, all these fucking people who are like the free market rules don't actually believe in free market. They believe in a market that's free for them to do what they want to do. Right. But the free market says no one wants your shit then you should die and we should move on to the next iteration of what we want. But, I mean everyone but everyone wants Disney shit. <laughs> I mean, like, yes. let's just be honest. I mean, yes. So that's also another reason why the Fox deal is kind of ridiculous. Right. It's like too big to fail. People just exactly, mm-hmm. and it's like that's not a reason to compete with Netflix. Netflix is not even doing the same thing as Disney and right. Fox is. They're doing. I think two they want things. to be though. They like they see the they see the money, and they're like Disney is hey, always that could about be ours. The money. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that and that's why money. like they're like oh we'll still let you produce all your R-rated shit and it'll just be under a different brand but that brand's owned by Disney and that happens all the time but it's also kind of like that's, that's fucked too because you. like like you you're a company like especially Disney's most outward projection of who they are is like your purity you're selling shit to children you're family oriented right. like it's the big money maker and then you can the turn around family. and be like Ha-ha-ha, like fucking aliens raping people in space <laughs> like come on dude like yeah like fuck you for being two-faced piece of shit come, and that's yeah. the problem is like it's not even a free market anymore it's like disney just like owns like 
more than 50% of everything. And television. Yeah, and so, like, it's not even free. It's just them just soaking up cash. So, (laughs) it's just, it's like, you should have just failed. Like, you should have just (laughs) failed or stuck with what you wanted to do because that's how you wanted to portray yourself. And this is why free market, I mean, like, I mean, it's way more complex than the simplified way of saying it, but, like, free market is not free. Right. It's not a concept that exists. Well, it's freedom is a free. It's not a exists, except... It cost a buck oh five. <laughs> <laughs> and you get an American flag. Yeah. <laughs> a little pin. I guess, or a bumper uh, sticker. Netflix's CEO came out and, and said something about the, 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 the new, like in the future, 20, 30 years from now, the new way of streaming will be through pill form. And that Netflix a will have a thing. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But they'll have a thing, supposedly. This is what he's envisioning thing where if you want to experience a film it's a you take the pill well, that, well that's what's <laughs> funny that's what's funny because people are like it depends on the film if well, it's, it's r-rated if it goes up your well, ass so that's what's so funny because like pg-13 dumbo up the ass yeah well so that's what's so funny because like so what he said was that it would be a pill and you would basically take it depending on the movie so you would get your netflix account you would be shipped like these 30 or whatever odd pills whatever films you want you would take a take it and you would basically hallucinate and experience the film within your own brain and if you wanted to say stop it you would have these other pills, pills. that would basically <laughs> deposit cut it it <laughs> off cut it cut it off and then people were oh, like man. so then That's all these so questions started weird. coming up that. so all these questions started coming up about it right i don't believe that and then all. people were like joking about like well yeah i mean what about it'd be more enjoyable if we just put it up our ass instead of yeah. taking it you know billboard right which Dude, is you know, sounds pretty, like, pretty funny that sounds like just it. like a like a PR stunt? Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I feel like you'd be more virtual reality related than just a pill. Because, like, right. what if you wanted to pause it? Because if you had if you had to stop it, that means you'd have to take the pill again and rewatch everything you've already seen. Dude, if you have to pee, like, how do you go pee? Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you have to wait for It's too minutes. much work. It's too much it's work. Too much work. It's, it seems too weird. Because, like, what if you were, like, watching a TV series, you're halfway through episode 15, you have to stop because you're. And what if the person that you're with doesn't take the pill at the same time, and that's, or that's, they and that's digest the, the pill slower? Right. Exactly, that's the thing. People were that's saying you stupid. can't experience movies or films or TV shows or whatever w- with other people that way. Like, and that's a huge part of it of film. Yeah. Unless going. you put the pills in each other's buttholes, then then that's we're an experience. Some fun. <laughs> then we're having some fun with another person. <laughs> yeah. Giggity giggity! I gave you a Tylenol, Tylenol PM. My bad. Well. What better time than any to introduce the our episode and right. our show here? Dark City, Dark Butthole City. <laughs> Twenty-two minutes in. Welcome to the Back to Back Films Poop podcast. Oh no! Where you got some the, ink on your buns. Where we cover the things you never knew you wanted to know about movies. Uh, I'm Keith. This is Byron Jacob, and we're in the same room. So weird. Mm-hmm. So, so weird. For, I feel but so good. For so reason. good though. I wonder. I I should have looked this up. I didn't. I apologize. I wonder when the last time we recorded this in the same room together. It would have been or no. Don. 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 Was it, it would have been Don Dietrich's episode. So that was like fifty something, dude. I think I always. Is she fifty? No. <laughs> God damn it! Sorry. No, Don. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. 
Dude, when was the Dawn episode, though? I don't know. I could look it up right now. Hold I on. I think it's towards the morning. <laughs> Go ahead and talk. Oh, my God. I think God. it was. <laughs> this guy is drunk as shit. <laughs> I think it was, like, oh, God, it's been a while. It's yeah, been at least a year. Dawn of Man, maybe. Oh God! Oh, these the opinions, Jacob. (laughs) The opinions of I'm worse in person. Um, Normally, you guys can't hear these things, and they're just in the background. We have been drinking. Let's just say, you know, this is okay. There's a little bit of drinking involved. This 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 episode has been more of a fifty one, fifty one April fifth of twenty eighteen. It's been a year. Over a year. It's been right over a year. Holy shit. Wow. So we're talking about that and talking about time periods and things like that. So for those of you listening, this is our 100th 100th episode. Woo. Yeah. It's been kind of a crazy milestone. Yeah, it is a crazy. It is. People don't think like, I mean, we've been at this for over two years now. Right. We skipped um, a couple. Yeah, we haven't been consistent weeks. every yeah. week. But, but I, mean, I mean, we've been pretty damn close. Right. Consistent. We really, right. I all mean, all things considered, for sure. So and true. having three people trying to schedule around them and everything else. And, well, and the fact that we're not we're not getting paid for this. Yeah. That the the idea that, that we've done this that consecutively. The straight up for passion. that long. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I've been taking money from you guys secretly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I hacked your computer and was doing Bitcoin all during the podcast. So Adobe, the stream was so Adobe bad. hasn't been charging me that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been close to weekly though. It has been. Yeah. And yeah. I know like by the time this episode's released, like, I know that there's been some extended periods, hasn't been on a consistent day and things like that. But I mean, like that's kind of sort of the nature of the beast sometimes. And uh, kudos to all those other podcasts who are able to get it out on the same day and same recording, things like that. Right. Um, Do you guys know when our first episode was? March? Um, Yeah. Well, of 2017. March of 2017. I don't know what the... Date. And we recorded it in Bond Hall. Yeah. <laughs> At least Thanks. Keith and I. Wait, yeah, you guys yeah. did? Yeah, Bond Hall. Because we started. Was we, F, dude. we started meeting up um, in at Western University, uh, Western Washington University, for one episode. For one episode, Whoa. because we movie magic fi- man. figuring out. We didn't the, know where to record. Figuring out the acoustics. Yeah. Right. And so March third of twenty seventeen is what I have listed as the first oh, like kind of episode sort yeah. of script that I wrote. Yeah. Um, it was movie magic, yeah. It Prestige was and the magician, the magician, the magician that's Emar right. Bergman, crazy and Nolan. Yeah. two fucking movies to start. Yeah. yeah, we recorded, um, and I it was the night I brought everything with me except for one SD card, so I had to literally run home and that's drive right. home and I drive back, and that. it was raining, and it was just <laughs> yeah, it was a fucked like I chilled night. out in the room for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's right, but you were quick. Yeah, yeah, I tried to be fast as I can, and it was yeah, dude, March. And we're in May seventh, as Dude. well. May seventh, well, as the as, I'm gonna cut. We're recording this. As I'm recording uh, in May right now uh, of 2019, so we're two months. Mark, yeah, two months over two years. Yeah, I mean Dude. that's. I mean honestly, that's crazy. For 100 episodes, I mean what? 52 weeks in a year. That's we did pretty okay. good. We, that's pretty fucking. It's good. pretty good. We only missed. Yeah. We really didn't miss that much. All things yeah. right. And. and we sound way better now. And we sound way better. Have you guys listened to our <laughs> yeah, first true. episode? Like the first I, episode, maybe was janky, like dude. Ten weeks ago or something, but it was just like 
oh yeah we seem so awkward <laughs> and we seem so like uncomfortable Even, it's all like, edited yeah it's, it's all, all to revisit. Yeah, yeah but it, it just it feels like we're not like comfortable with each other even like yeah. at that point oh, well, and then, no way. but but like even even just like talking on the mic like i think we just can't like relax it was like, it weird so formal talking it, over the mic was weird yeah that it's hard it's been hard to get over that yeah yeah it took it took some time but even like between like now and then movie movie title uh <laughs> it's been uh pretty pretty stark difference i think yeah. so if you were to listen to this episode and then number one it would certainly be fuck even number two dude i mean that was the the format of the show has changed a lot it's changed over quite a bit yeah. it's been it's insane yeah i mean we used our second and third even up to 10 like up to like nine was about three hours long i know for a yeah. lot of those i mean we were just getting into we were it. so edgy back yeah then. i mean i think so i think we were so we were so i think all three of us were at a time where we just wanted to discuss and, and talk and and just get it all out there i think we've been kind of we had been building up right subconsciously yeah, all this knowledge all this stuff that we've been watching and experiencing um and we didn't have an outlet for it yet and at right. that point we just had all that stuff and now that it's been two years a little over two years we've become accustomed to being able to have that outlet for at least once a week about right. you know yeah which is and we and great. we can be specific to the films we're watching when exactly. I, I feel like before maybe like the tangents you know I think we went on more tangents. Right. Mm -hmm. Which we still go on tangents, which are great. Yeah. Especially when I start them, because they're <laughs> way more interesting. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of it's neat, because like, like at first, you, you're right, you, we had all these ideas, and now it's just like, boom. Like yeah. A package of like, yeah. of shit. To... But even with those tangents, the, the movies always dictated what we talked about exactly like there was always something yeah related to that you know which that's, was always yeah, the beauty of movies that's yeah. the one thing i've been actually really proud of of this podcast is i swear we have dealt with a wide variety of cinema yeah like i mean granted i don't know if we've done like a pixar movie and there's some stuff that we haven't done but we did the pixar shorts we did shorts that's true. that was we when did, you were gone we did, yeah, yeah that's right you guys should do that and I've seen those, so yeah, those I guess good. yeah, I, I, I yeah, but but I feel like we have encountered. I mean, literally, it's like almost every genre: anime, animation, you know, drama, horror, romantic, comedy, Italian everything. Italian new rules. We have a, we've yeah. done a lot of very particular and Peplum. specific. Peplum. Yeah, dude. exactly. Like throughout the time, wow. this two, I list them two years, right you know, it's just, it's it, it's actually pretty impressive. And the fact that we've done that all in 100 episodes. I mean, granted, one episodes, it, 100 episodes is, is, is epic. Um, at the same time, you know, people can easily do 20 episodes of just comedy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I, that's one thing that I've been super proud of this podcast is that we've been able to really differentiate on our genres and also all in one fucking episode you know we'd have one fucking comedy film and one more like drama film and we'd somehow be right. able to combine those and, and find similarities and i think that's kind of been for me one of the funnest aspects of the podcast is yeah. that the fact that we could take these two completely different films back to back pun intended um <laughs> and, and 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 really take it seriously and, and 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 find similarities between films that you would look at and be like 
there's nothing in common. Right. You okay. Know? So th- here's here's my question because I can't remember who uh, to marry a millionaire. That oh, comedy. Yeah. 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 What did we pair with that? Grand Budapest. Ah. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. Right. What was the topic? Sexual- Aspect ratio. Aspect ratio. Oh, because that was one of the first cinemas- Cinemascope. Yep. And that's what's so fun oh, about Christ. that's that was episode yeah. three. That was like the second or third. That was three. That was, was a third. It episode? seemed like it was maybe like ten or fifteen. Dude, I, have old, dude. I remember you fucking hated uh, to marry a millionaire. I have it on Blu-ray too. You're just like Fuck I've been this wanting movie. to watch you that movie Blu-ray? again because I enjoyed that. Because Jacob because, and I actually okay, really enjoyed it. First, liked it. When we first started the I podcast, felt progressive. When we first started the podcast, <laughs> I uh, decided I wanted to just buy all the movies we were talking about dude on that's yeah. rad which would be sick yeah that's pretty cool and that happened to be on blu-ray um and it, it, that fell off i mean afterwards but like yeah like magician and prestige i bought both of those rope and children of men bought both of those Good. how to marry a millionaire and program budapest um ghost in the shell i bought the original mm. yeah, yeah makes and sense. then we uh, we watched that other one in theaters um, that one. Moonrise <laughs> I got that one. I love that one. I mean, <laughs> I was trying right, you to. Like it. I was building my it's collection really out at the same time, so it was an excuse to kind of buy all these Blu-rays and stuff. And right. I, I personally like having the movies available. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, we were talking about aspect ratios. I do remember that episode. Actually, we fucking yeah. got into it. Dude. We got into like, it. Yeah, Their aspect ratios are huge now. It's yeah. crazy. They are. Huge. I feel like aspect Very ratios important. in a tours were that th- those two we really got into it. Oh, yeah, tours yeah, yeah. was five. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Shit. And we we did a Wes Anderson for our tours, right? Moonrise. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. It was Yojimbo and Moonrise. That's right. Which is a great combo, dude. Really, and that's yeah. what I loved about the early episodes is we were like, we gotta find movies that are kind of different. Yeah. But that are similar and right. like what's still Anderson familiar fucking, to people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. We're it was so much of like feeling out all of the nuance of what's going to happen. Like, what are we going to do with right, this? Yeah. Like, let's record, and we kind of have an idea, and it's going to change. We know that, but, like, let's fucking just do Dude. it. And, like, it took us, like, I mean, into the 20s, and then we kind of changed it up maybe a little bit, but even not really. We I mean, out. Yeah. We did. Yeah, I. Th- but I, I feel like... 36 was looper there were some times where we were getting so into it that it was a lot of work yeah because i felt like i mean there was a time where i think we were all kind of feeling like okay let's let's ease it up a little bit let's can we not do another black and white movie from the 1920s for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) which as much as we love those as much as we love those films it's still a lot of work right And, right and i remember reading or watching that film and and just like like trying to you know dissect as much as we could and and just it's a it is a lot of work. Um, what and what film? Um, the uh, the silent film. I forget what it's called now. Um, uh, Are the you Russian talking one? about the Russian ones? Russian? Not arc? the Russian one. It was. It was set. It well maybe. Uh, it was all in the, like the. Oh, we did God. strike Greek. It was like a Greek attempting. silent a Greek. It was set. It took place in like Greek times, right? Um, um, is, you're, talking about, you're not talking about bicycle. Kabiria? Kabiria. Oh, Kabiria. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was Peplum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Peplum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that you was know, like, like it, was, it, was, it was a great film, but at the same time, kind of getting through it and, and, and just doing the research and, and, and coming up with topics to discuss. You know, it takes stuff. It takes right. time. And, right. um, and to do that every week 
I think we were all, all three of us were kind of like, oh, let's do something a little, you know, easier. It was right, like, right, we right. could do two films every week. Right, this right, is not right. a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's tough. But we were, we, were, we were getting so heavy so quick. I we think probably heavy heavier than when we were all Which expecting. Which is what I liked because we were like every other movie podcast out there right now at the time of recording this is all about what's out now. What can we review? Yeah, what can we opinion? No one's on. talking about like the, I mean, there are some podcasts that like talk about the older films that are like so yeah. important, but no one's talking about like, like dark city. Exactly. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like, like that movie that is like undershadowed by the matrix, exactly. you know, or like <laughs> yeah, even yeah. ink where it's just like, what is that movie? Even apocalypto is like, you can't even find a way to watch it anywhere. Like there's not there's not a good yeah. streaming option. You have to have it on DVD. I see, yep. And there are literally they don't sell DVDs. And if you want one, you have to buy it from Australia because it's open to the entire world. But all the other ones in the UK are like locked. So it's like literally impossible to find unless you torrent it. But no one on this podcast does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's true. No, it's I mean, true. It's sad. I know it is sad. We don't know how to torrent. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally capable of that but we i mean i mean looking back at this list too it's like we did some episodes where like byron would choose movies jacob would choose movies i would choose movies right. byron's movies were nocturnal animals and perfume uh my movies but for the record those are also my movies i'm just <laughs> <laughs> those movies are bomb as well what did jacob choose so mine was hero and hard-boiled i remember oh, yeah. that those would be dope though. oh i chose you, know, you gotta choose oh, no 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 I chose Ghost, but that was for the 50th, I think. Uh, I'm Are you talking about my episode? Yeah, there was one where you chose <sighs> the films. I think I chose, like, a topic. Was it Can the black be... and white? We did Mad Max? Superman. Oh, you did black and white. That's right. Yeah, uh, so I did, Logan I, yeah, I, did I did Mad Max, yeah. black and chrome, and Just Logan Noir because they were yeah. color films remade in black yeah, and white, and I was exactly. really curious about that. It was funny because we had never discussed those we never really discussed the color versions of those. We only I know, right? It's so weird version. because the black and white versions are so much better. <laughs> They're so much better. That's dude. so funny because black like and whites are. So I remember much better, dude. when we were going through the round table for that and like trying to decide which of the because we did all four, right? We did the two color and the two black and white rank. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And I remember I I put Logan Noir above the regular Logan because it made me more emotional for some reason. It's so true though. I think yeah, I put the color so ones better. before the black and white, which I think was I think weird for me because yeah. normal. I mean, I grew up with black and white movies, so I thought I remember thinking that was a kind of odd. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I remember thinking that too. But because yeah. I I put Mad Max color above Mad Max Black and Chrome because it was like this. Like to me, Mad Max is about the color, like above. Right. But the black and chrome, they did such a good job, and it's yes. like it's crazy. Yeah. Good job. It's not just like they did the color timing. You know, they did the tints in and the yeah. night scene, so it's like the blue here. It's black and white, but it's blue, and then they have the black and white, but it's like orange. Um, but it was all just like a weird feeling, and I would have never guessed that that would have been my reaction to those films of putting Logan Noir because like. In my brain, Logan Noir is the worst of those four, but it feels like the best of exactly. the four, wow. which is the yeah, craziest yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm so conflicted, like inside. <laughs> it's so refreshing, dude. Like we watched so many things and touched on so many films that just like we're like, well, I would never have watched this, but damn, I'm glad we watched this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Crazy. like I am Cuba, and that's a fairly recent yeah. film that we did, but like it was great that I was able to experience that. I. 
I wasn't gonna watch that by myself. Right, dude. Terrence you know? Malick's favorite film, dude. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Terrence Malick's favorite film. Theory, I'm still. It's yes. still in my brain. If I ever dude, meet if him, if you I'm ever meet him, him, you have I'm to gonna ask him. him that. Like, dude, you watch I Am Cuba? Is that why you came back? Oh man. Come on. I hope so. Let me know. So. I'm so curious about his new film, but that's a whole God. other thing. Yeah. And it's, what's really trippy too is like, I mean, when we first started this, we made a long long list oh there's so many it's of like i mean yeah thousands of movies of topics and pairings and the, combinations the listeners and, have no idea yeah oh. <laughs> we've only done a hundred and that's not even a hundred two two film episodes i mean that's i mean it's probably around give or take 200 movies total that we've either brought up talked about right. or, or had on the ep- or on each episode that's just that's a fucking i mean that's nothing yeah. dude yeah. barely yeah. the tip of the yeah. iceberg right and we had so many other things that we were like had written down and want to talk about and things like that. Um, things that might come up later too. I mean, we never know uh, kind of where things are. But uh, I mean, it's crazy. It really is. I mean, like yeah, even it's... in the the period of time that we had where we watched those films and all the films in between, it's like I've learned more. Yeah. In that period of time. And been open to watching more shit than any other time. Same, honestly. <laughs> Same. I like. I, um, I feel like you guys have opened up something inside of me that's been like this. Like, like I've always liked art films, you know. Yeah. But, like, I had seen *Nymphomaniac* by Von Trier before hanging out with you guys. But like, I hadn't quite like. See, seen it you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's really hard to explain but like having the conversation with you guys after watching like suspiria which which i still don't really understand why people <laughs> like the old one but like i can respect it you know what right, I mean? right, right, right. like uh and like i get it like a horror film with a lot of colored lights like i understand that um but um i don't know it's just like i would literally never watch these things yeah and it so it feels like it feels like film class it feels like film studies class but it but it feels like it feels better than that because it's it's this thing where people are getting together to talk about these things and film film class is like super lame because you always get the one person who says a bunch of shit and they're dumb as hell and it's like <laughs> yeah can't the smart people just talk but all the smart people they don't know what to say because they're still thinking about it so yeah, like it, yeah. and it feels like we're like together like talking about these things and we're we're um and we're not we're, smart. And we're not. None of us are smart. <laughs> but we're all like relating it back to like our own filmmaking and our own perspective of like other movies yeah. that we've seen. Yeah. And we seem way more well versed than all the other people in our film classes that that we've yeah. been in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in my experience. Yeah. What are they? What are they doing? What are they doing? Some of the smartest kids that I thought were smart when it comes to kind of film, but they were just really loudmouthed. They're just really. Loud. They're just. Loud. Um, I mean, I feel like even the people we know nowadays who are in film and video and commercial work, it's like I've told them movies and they're like, "I've never even heard of this. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. It's like it's it, that's the weirdest thing for me, and maybe the thing that really opened my eyes when doing the podcast is is recognizing the fact that the people that have the passion for it. I mean, because I think the three of us, we all are still filmmakers to some degree. But we're also film lovers. Now, there was a lot of people that when we went to school were film lovers that were never filmmakers and that never really intended to be filmmakers. There's film lovers. 
and they were just film lovers and they wanted to be English majors that were like doing it for the art for art's sake because art is the life or whatever art, right yeah. art is but yeah. what the fuck are they doing now they're they're not doing critic reviews they're not doing anything they don't even have letterbox accounts or whatever right yeah. they they're were not, literally they're just touching. doing it yeah. for getting those credits to get their bachelor's degree or, or whatever or for an easy Exactly, like, hey, but yes, at the time, an easy one. Yeah. at yep. the time, just watch movies and yeah. talk about them. Like, yeah, at the time in in, in at, at university, you you don't understand, you don't, you can't necessarily differentiate between who those people are. No, you know, because I remember there were a couple girls that in my classes with Cave and stuff, where like they seemed so into it, they were so in tune with Casavetes and, and and Antonioni and stuff that I'm like, fuck, these people know a lot about this certain type, and. I myself, having seen a couple of those films, couldn't necessarily talk out loud in front of the class as good as they were. Right. But now look at where they're where they are and where we're at, in the sense that I don't know exactly how to describe it, but totally the fact that. that that the there's a difference between passion and 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 interest maybe yeah i don't know sure. i don't know like uh, or experimentation I, I i i'm not entirely yeah, sure doing versus not doing exactly and i feel like that's what's kind of been for me the most beneficial part because like I, li- I i literally there isn't a genre or anything type of film that i don't watch i mean like i am cuba i probably would never have been able to find by myself right it was you guys that told me about it not that that type of film isn't something that I wouldn't necessarily watch because it is. It's totally something I would watch well, if I knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what's been so beneficial to me about the podcast is the fact that we've been able to, you know, Keith and I have a lot in common, but, you know, which I've already known because we've <laughs> already had that shared right, interest right, of yeah, the right. darker stuff easy. from even before we knew each other's as really as people as filmmakers i yeah. mean i mean i mean like, just look at the two of you you can well, just tell like you guys got <laughs> something yeah. going on well i mean it was, it was funny because we were talking about it earlier Suckers you can't see oh well, I mean, it was funny because like talking about it earlier is like you know i remember keith asking nick my brother nick and i to be just act in his film as kind of like a meta homage and realizing like at the time that, that that was really cool and that obviously we had something in common we shared a, a similarity in genre cinema mm-hmm. darker cinema night cinema stuff like that um and then you know at the same time during that same festival jacob had a film right i was unaware at that time that you were into what i was doing but you had your own thing going on as well right you know what i mean mm-hmm. so through the cinema i've through this podcast i've been able to connect everything together and make it it makes more sense now right uh, the, the different right. genres how different filmmakers approach their own films and how you could appreciate old boy but you're not necessarily going to make old boy whereas keith and i are appreciate old boy but that's the type of cinema that we also appreciate right. and we'll probably now, make you our might, own you might make I old know, boy man. yeah you know what i mean so like, <laughs> old boy touched me <laughs> right so like, like <laughs> but you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that and and to 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 experience that on on kind of a on a on a on a on a first base kind of yeah, weekly yeah, yeah. basis yeah. where you know things have happened during the podcast that even ourselves are unaware of until they're happening you know what right. i mean where like one person can say something and there's been times where both you and keith have said stuff where it's like 
oh shit i actually feel that way yeah, yeah and i yeah. didn't even realize it until you said it right you yeah, know yeah. so and that's kind of been the most fun aspect of this whole podcast for me because i've been able to find out more things about myself which is, it seems kind of selfish but to me it's it's it's, it's kind of enlightening yeah um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Same. we're like oh oh damn like right i didn't realize that that pixar film had that much of an impact on me and how i actually look at theme sure. or whatever it is <laughs> until Ma- you said that yeah. um because I only thought of myself as someone that was caring about mood, but wait a minute, no, Pixar, their theme is tied in with mood or right, whatever right. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's to me that's it's been super beneficial and it's been super cool to kind of grow with you guys, dude, with I, that experience. You know what I mean? I I love that stuff. Yeah. I love the things that are like it's so obvious, but I couldn't put my finger on it until I heard it. Until and that happens you literally all the time yeah. on this podcast mm-hmm. where yeah. like you will say something, Keith will say something and it'll just be like, yes, that is literally how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah. and it, it almost, it happens every episode at the very end when we're talking specifically about which film Keith liked the most. And you're always like, you outline it perfectly. And I'm just like, yes, that's how I feel. That's why Keith Weird. likes it. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, I don't know why Weird. I can't I mean, they're, they're... put that into words, but I feel like I lean on you yeah, for yeah. that part now. <laughs> so it's just like, I just wait for Byron to yeah, say it. And I'm just, yes. Well, it's and funny also, because I, I do have a pretty good intuition, but there have been times where Keith has done the curveball to me. Because I, I feel like Keith and I have probably more in common when it comes to genre and theme than you yes. and I. Sure. At the same time, there have been so many surprises where I've, we're, we're, I've, on the same I've, page. we're on the same page. Yeah. And I think there's probably been more times where you and I have been on the same page than you and Keith Versus, have been on the yes, same page. Yes, which was surprising which to me. Which is interesting to me. So I'm kind of right in the middle between you guys, which I find is super interesting. Um, but at the oh, same time, weird. but at the same time, you and I differ quite a bit on certain aspects too. Right. I mean, you're which much is, more forgiving. Yeah, which is so interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, true. exactly. Which is interesting, and I think the big thing is you and I both love Asian cinema. I think, I think, uh, but, I think in different, dude, dude, you guys but in different ways. But, but you are too. <laughs> but you are too. I mean, I know that yeah. Jacob has definitely, definitely has the thing it. too. But you hadn't necessarily it. watched mm-hmm. it yet. Whereas I think you and I have had a history. Whereas like Wong Kar Wai, I was really into. You right, had but you didn't, didn't know, but now you're like, you really I like, like dramas Wong now. Ka- yeah, exactly. Uh, Which, I know, but dude, yet you weird. were like, oh fuck yeah, I'm all up, yeah, all yeah, for yeah. this. So ah, there's so much to this. So that really, has Asian been super Asian cinema is the best. That's what we conclude. I mean, to be on, mean, to be honest, we have done probably yes. more <laughs> films. Asian, Asian, which honestly I'm actually really proud of because do do that? that was something that I don't think we've we ever planned, and it's a, it's a it's genre natural. of cinema that I don't think has really been touched on that much. So as a podcast, as 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 we are as our, as a, at our 100th episode, I feel that to me it's kind of I'm I'm proud of the fact that we have opened up a genre or a. a, a a category of cinema right. that maybe a lot of people haven't experienced right. yet or they just watched like the the classics like they just watched seven samurai an old boy and call exactly. it a day yeah but like i mean so many filmmakers think yo jimbo i mean not that you can just like compare like films together yeah but a lot of people like think yo jimbo is like the movie to watch for um that uh what, what's the 
What's uh, the dude's Akira name? Kurosawa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kurosawa. Yeah. Um, but Seven Samurai is very good, but like Yojimbo is like this, like this is like the essence of like what character is. Mm. And a lot of writers really like that movie for that reason. And it, it seems like we're yeah. hitting like this like area that is relatively untouched by like consumers of yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. And, but it's like this weird mix of consumers and people who are interested in making their own. Definitely. You know? No, yeah. definitely. It's, 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 it's a niche, but I feel it's also a niche that people, even if they're not themselves that person, are interested in listening to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, I think, if I think most people. Like, imagine if we would have touched on Kurosawa like, fully, too. Yeah. Oh. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> so much potential there. Let's get some touch on that guy. <laughs> I mean, so... <laughs> that was Nicky Jakey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're way deeper into this episode than I had anticipated. Oh, yeah. For we're all drunk, damn If you hadn't really gotten the feeling yet, or you hadn't really figured it out yet, um, we are at our 100th episode, and this will be our last episode, um, which is tough to say. Last official episode. Last official right. episode. I feel right. like I mean, there'll probably legacy. be Who knows what the fuck episodes that we'll do. We'll come together. I feel... A I feel episode. throughout the years we'll come up, we'll come together to talk about so. shit. I really, I honestly feel like we we do. I mean, we're all friends here. Right. Like, and I'm I not, feel like when Karen comes out with his whatever new movie outside of <laughs> Beach Bum, <laughs> yeah. we'll have to watch Beach Bum and that. Dude, too old to die young with, re- with well, a rep. Yeah, that's the thing is we could so. do, right, right. you know, when Terrence Malick's know. New, new film comes out, right? Random we could Malick pair that up with, with the, with the, with the, with, well, with Nolan, because Nolan has that secret project going on. There, there are there are projects I think have been kind of crucial to the podcast. We've talked sure. a lot about Raffin. We've talked a lot about Nolan. We've talked a lot about Korean. We've talked about, a lot about Trier. Uh, you know right. that I feel like there are films that just through the nature of the three of us will probably come together and have right. a discussion yeah. about right. it. Right. You know. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, yeah, we never really know, and we never really know if there'll be. A different type of show or what each person will do after like i mean there's a lot of options but for what is become the back-to-back films podcast as I you mean, know it we've <laughs> we've kind of hit that end um i mean for good reasons for sure no doubt like i think it's just like it is a lot of work there's a lot to be done i think we all need to kind of do some other things that this project may be taking time for um and you know so it it just kind of made a lot of sense it did um at the time and i just want to make sure that we say like well i want to make sure that i say thank both of you for for (laughs) being on the on the episode (laughs) because like you know when we first started it was kind of like hey do you guys want to do this i kind of have an idea for it like what could happen and you know there was a lot of change and a lot of especially those first like 20 30 episodes there's a lot of change and a lot of like you know we didn't really know where we wanted we to land it with that yeah and then we started to kind of hone it in i think the last like 50 or so the last like year or so it's kind of really kind of more honed in like this is what we want to do and what we want to talk about um how we kind of want to frame things so but you guys have been a but you guys took an idea that I pitched out to you and we ran forth it for over two years. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. Appreciate yeah. that, you know. Um, and Thanks, then, man. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no, seriously. That touched, no, like, a big that part touched of it. me too. Yeah, no, it's for a big sure. Part of it. I mean, like, not to get too sentimental and stuff, but like, like it was one of those things you, you reached out, like, I knew you, but I didn't, <laughs> like, know you, know yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, Same. and again, 
same with Jacob. Like I knew you, I knew your films with uh, uh, Ike and, and Kavike. Kavike, is that right? That was right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kavik. Yeah, um, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and stuff, you know, it was like, R.I.P. we were, I was familiar with you guys and like, you know, Keith and I had probably talked more in person than Jake, you yeah. and I and stuff. I definitely knew who you were and who Gavin was I and stuff like that. I saw you with your beanie around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, like, so it was one of those things like, uh, but again, it's, it's been cool because at first when you approached me, I was like, man, I. I don't know if I want to donate my time to that. Yeah. But as soon as the second, third episode was like, okay, this is really cool, beneficial. Yeah. It got me out of my shell. Mm-hmm. I was able to network more with you guys and, mm-hmm. and, and open up. And it's been, it's been a great opportunity that I would never have done by myself. So it's, 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 it, I, I was just, I'm kind of just, proud to be a part of it really you know it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's been a humbling experience and i've learned so much from both of you because it's like again i'm kind of right in the middle i think right between both of you guys so i get to see the two not necessarily extremes but i get to see two sides of the same thing and i get to internalize it through myself through my own perception which ironically mm-hmm. naturally is just kind of in between right. you guys right. <laughs> so i've been able to kind of really balance it out and i think the podcast gives me this outlet to really kind of just say it so i've learned a lot about myself i've learned a lot about my own filmmaking um through the projects that i've seen of both of you what you guys have done what i've done and just everything about it it's just been kind of a cool just experience and i i know that this is our last official episode but to be honest like i know that like obviously we're not gonna like now that we've done this for two years we're not right. going to like can't stop get, we're yet. not gonna like <laughs> right. we're not gonna be something not, else we're not gonna be in touch i mean like the the feeds that we text each other in or whatever it, they're know. literally someone doesn't message like every us day, at least like every day or things. every other day exactly <laughs> yeah. so like it, it's, it's one of those strange. things i i i i have faith that that's not going to end um well i'm i'm gonna leave yeah everything I'm just kind of going turkey. <laughs> no. I'm blocking your phone. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm leaving show the Slack place. channel. I have big yeah. plans for the both of us. You. For all three of us. Address. Oh, it's Fuck easy. Off. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> I already found it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's true, though. I mean, like. I mean, it sounds kind of sappy, but I mean. No, we share, like, we share film ideas. We share feedback. Like, we looked at each other's work. It's been kind of crazy, like. We've I mean, been m- connected more than just the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. I think that's what's kind of remarkable about yeah, this yeah. is it. It's not just a, cause like although we were like friendly with each other outside of the show, I wouldn't really say we were really friends before the show. But like because of the show, we're like friends. Like you yeah, guys came yeah. to my wedding, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that was yeah, important yeah, to me. Yeah. I was like, guys, you have to go. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, that was and, awesome. Like, no, that was it, awesome. like there's so many things that, w- that we've done together and, and like i i you like you guys are both sharing your f- rough cuts with me which mm-hmm. is like oh, totally a sign of like Such please for love of god give me anything <laughs> you know or just like it, it's a sign it's, it's like true. a trust That's thing true. and i love that it's and so i love true. getting the the you you sent out your draft of your uh of your uh pat not pastor film father like a, a scene of yeah. like your yeah, scene your of, a film. of your film yeah with like uh, some religious stuff in it and it was just like yeah this is so cool well, like i a, love yeah. that stuff and that's another thing too is like i feel like for me i get i get so busy 
that like i didn't get to see your shit until like literally today like i was like i have some time after work before the podcast i'm gonna like read the thing and see it and but literally like jacob took care of everything that i had to say i know you know what i mean but like my shit was longer than your scene i really after looking (laughs) back it was like oh damn i wrote wrote more words than your actual scene it was like fuck but i mean i it's gone it's gone you know it goes every which way with all of us i mean i've shared rough cuts with jacob um that i haven't shared with keith but i know how keith feels with some of that stuff you know what i mean like so like it goes back and forth yeah yeah yeah, it goes back and forth so like but again to have that opportunity to be able to to be comfortable with sharing those things with both of you guys it means a lot um you know because it's really as 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 the three of us know it's the most it's the scariest thing we can do is sharing and we have that trust with each other and we have like 200 films in between all three of us that we would like we can yeah there's commonality right you know yeah in the topic in the topics we've created and the films we've chosen and things we've watched yeah and things talked about like we all know like decently what each person wants how, what their sensibilities are yeah. how to f- how to like fill in the the feedback that they kind of want to hear but need <laughs> yeah. to hear like that's uncommon i mean i feel like if we pitched out scripts and yeah. things to other people they would be like well that's cool or you know maybe yeah, it's not really my thing but like there's like a depth that we can add to it being like hey like you remember when we did this or yeah. watched that and you pitched that out and it was kind of like yeah maybe change it, it's like yeah. so much easier to just be like boom and looking just, forward I, I feel like that's all going to be beneficial to us i mean 100%. one of the reasons yeah. i think that this is ending is that the three of us all really want to f- kind of focus on our own journeys at the same time obviously helping each other yeah you know like obviously i've reached out both of, to both of you guys for my next project and reach around yeah well yeah yeah that yeah there's the other side <laughs> the back side. you know like with my next project and stuff and you know in any capacity you know it would be great to have you guys on board whether it's just like just looking over a rough draft or whatever the fuck sure. it is um which I would never have been able to do before this, but we have For that sure. we have that history, you know. I know that Keith and I will probably collaborate on on a project at some point in probably this year, mm-hmm. and you know I know Jacob and I have talked about you know at least doing you know definitely you're my like editing go to like hey what does how how does this editing do this? work yeah. you know and we've all learned about that <laughs> these different aspects because of the podcast which right. is really cool right and about the history that we have just mm-hmm. with cinema and how you know how we all look at it differently dude and i feel like i've learned so much about voice and style and like what like how many rules you can break right yeah, and yeah, how yeah, many yeah. like even like we talked about the aspect ratios you know but like even like that was something that was so clear to me of like you have to like to, you should pick like a aspect ratio that fits your film yeah. like that was very clear to me but then like everything else that like opened up this whole thing of like that is applied to like literally every aspect of of it down to like the color <laughs> mm-hmm. of like the type of blonde is right. in your thing and it was just like I would just literally kill to to have that control from like it, it, if it, if <laughs> yep. anything it's like this like yep. 
if there was a really good production designer that I could work with who was like a master, like that, I feel like that is what separate, like everyone talks about sound. Sound separates the boys from the men from the boys. Really, I, th- I think it might be the production designer that really <laughs> separates yeah, it's those. A combination of you, both yeah, uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, if you have garbage sound, but I feel like there's like these these right. steps. No, it's true. There's it's like true. like a lot of people get a nice camera first, but really, it's like no. get nice sound stuff first. Gotta, yeah, and then you maybe get you get a, you get a nice camera, but you can even do like a really crappy Harmony Corinne Julian Donkey Boy camera and still make a really dope movie, yep. or even totally. freaking um, totally. Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do that DV thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sound always has to be good, and the production de- design always has to be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if those things costumes. are not shitty, right. or if those things are shitty, then it's like this mo- is not a good film. Because you can have a crappy looking film and film in the Taj Mahal, and it's gonna be great. Oh yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as, long as, as, long as, as long as it's it interesting. Bad wardrobe right. fucks yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah. Yep. As long yeah. as it's interesting, and I think we've all kind of together come up with that. We've yeah. all realized that. I mean, I think we all maybe subconsciously knew it at some point. Yes. Watching a film. But through the three of us talking about it, discussing about it, we're able to like really cement it together in, yeah. our, in our brains. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I think about movies way more critically every yeah, time. Same. There's, there's no way to not do. I've started to like not like movies. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. been like just yeah. a lover, yeah. you know. No, like, same. Like, but like sometimes I'm just like I can I can like now I'm a little bit more like, are you fucking kidding me? It's so no, it's you know? so true. I still like the it's movie, so but like I'm a little bit more just like, come the fuck on. Like my yeah. my ratings on Letterbox have definitely gone down. Where like I'm I'm giving two and two and a half star ratings now. By where I never used to, used to do that. I was at least three. Uh, three now it's two, two and a half. If it's not cutting it for me, it's like because I'm looking at it. It's like, well, Jacob was, you know, talks about whatever, and Keith talks about this, you know, and I'm just like, well, fuck, goddammit, he's fantastic. We're ruining movies for each other. No, it's so true. But it's so, it's so true. I mean, you could literally take a look at my Letterbox account, look at my history, and you can see that more of them are going to be more towards the two and a half, the three range than all four. Granted. At the same time, I was really only rating a lot of them that the ones that I like. I'm not going to be rating a lot of the films right. that I didn't that you like, don't like. You know? Yeah, but well, I'm glad uh, we could influence you, right, dude? And you know something <laughs> I learned? Bitch. I learned that I I'm weak bitch. I don't even I don't even like the star rating. Like I used to be yeah. like star I star star, star yeah. four three, and then like after like forty episodes in, I was like. I fucking yeah. hate doing like yeah. numbers on movies. Like it makes yeah. no sense to me. So now I just do like think about like watching it. this. Yeah. yeah. Then so like I have a little I do the little heart thing on Letterbox yeah. if anyone's curious. Yeah. And that just means you should consider watching yeah. this. Like look into it, see if it's for see, you. I don't do the like. I just do the stars. You just do the stars. Yeah, see yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Like we're we're, we're just I do a combo. Yeah. And you do the combo. Yeah. yeah. See Keith is in the middle of us two. That's what yeah, it that's, is. Yeah. That's There's always a middle ground. I feel like cuz for me I will always find it something that i like about a movie and i'll probably always find something well with some exceptions something i dislike right sure so i always go Same. with the star rating because if i like it then it's like well is this gonna be in my top 10 is it gonna be in my top 20 is it gonna be because it can easily make it my top 100 right because i like so many goddamn films you know it's like one it's like possession it can easily be in my top 10 but when i really think about it, it could be in my top 20 yeah, like you know what I mean it could man. be my 19th when it comes to just character development you know what I mean it's like fuck I don't know I, I have that movie I'm gonna watch it oh so good so I haven't oh you I, haven't seen it yet I, I haven't watched it dude but I it's it's literally 
uh, in my uh, DVD queue. Oh shit! Special I- episode Isabel- one hundred and one, oh, right there. Yeah, possession. Isabella Johnny, man. I I just got Ooh. another kick because she's my favorite oh, actress. Uh, the tunnel. I just I got so another uh, another. I watched another movie of hers that I, two movies of hers that I hadn't seen before. One that oh, just shit. came out. Um, the world is yours, and then which is a new film. Oh. Uh, so she's older in it, which is cool. Uh, she she picks she does. She's hardly in movies anymore. Um, and then an old film that she did, uh, Adele H, which was really cool. So oh. I hadn't seen that before. Really shitty quality picture, unfortunately. But, oh, my God. Yeah. Was it, it just a bad, like, DVD rip, or was it, it just was, how it was shot? It was shot? streaming. It was, it's a true faux movie. Um, oh, okay. But it's just there's no, there's no version of it that you can get that's a good that's quality good, yeah. right now. Right now. <sighs> it's okay. a true faux movie, but it's still shitty looking, that unfortunately. Might, yeah. Speaking of... Yeah quality coming back one car why oh god i saw your did you see that yeah dude wait what did you do he's uh there he's coming out oh yeah yeah, full like nice quality of all of his films two nights ago i watched in a a year two nights ago i watched uh 2046 again his film 2046 which i saw i i i I looked i wish we could have gotten to him before we ended this dude (laughs) and i wanted to watch 2046 fallen angels fallen angels oh oh, my god my favorite of his you have to see that the other just um uh joint the, the one the, his first film that I haven't seen um, Smoke a Joint starts in, with J uh, well there's two Smoke there's one that the gay the gay film that he did uh, about the two Smoke a Gay I forget what it's called but then the, the, his first film One Day Smoke or something One Day something um, I'm looking it up right now hold on um, it's supposed to be really well not, maybe it's not his first film but it's the first film that got him recognized uh, so obviously Fallen Angels Fallen Angels for Love so 2046 My Blueberry Nights Grandmaster uh, those are all. Those are both pretty good. Rosa. Oh no! Wait. These are writers. Um, As tears go by, days of being wild. Days of being wild. I believe uh, is chunking is interesting. We watch Ashes of the Time. I still need to watch Fallen Angels. Happy together. In Happy, the mood for love is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Happy together is the gay uh, one I was I mentioning. Twenty forty six. Uh, My Blueberry Nights and the Grandmaster. Yeah. So as the days goes by, what's it called? Uh, as the day goes, as the days go as, by. as the days go by, that's the one that is hard to find. I haven't been able to find that one. Oh, and as I've tears go real, by, sorry. Or as, as tears, tears go by, and I really want to watch that one. Um, Juan so I'm ex- when you posted that out, it was ironic because literally I watched like 2046 the day before, the night of the same day when you posted that. And I oh, was really? Because like, I was in the Wong Kai. Why should have waited? <laughs> like seriously, I was like, fuck, I want to see that in 2046 because I typed it in. I tried to look for an HD version of it. Right, right. And I only have the DVD that I've had for years that I've I've seen uh, the film a couple times, geez. but I wanted to see an HD. So I was like, I'm willing to spend the money to watch an HD. For the first time, they didn't have it, and then you posted that, and I was like, that's so fucking You're ironic like, that I had to settle for my fuck fucking you. DVD version <laughs> yeah. of it again, and then yeah. there's going to be the 4K version that will be coming out that's pretty so soon. so funny. Which means fuck. there's going to be a nice Blu-ray, too. Yeah, yeah. which will be sweet. Dude, yeah. I'm dying to rewatch in the mood for love to be honest yeah. dude you're in the, the mood. film was so dude, well shot bro, before you see it though you gotta see fallen angels man i know it's if you have the criterion channel it's on the criterion you know criterion what fuck channel. it dude right like now. oh yeah we're splitting that i know I it's know. it's on there I right now i haven't been on it fallen dude angels. before i watch it again i'm oh, gonna go on a one car wagon because yeah. we just had ian on recently um and you know we were gonna talk about having him on again for the one car Y stuff which obviously won't happen now but like it makes me want to watch it dude yeah i, yeah. I really yeah. it's films in the mood for love hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting it was totally not a movie that uh 
I was even gonna, I thought I was gonna be interested yeah. in, and it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, I really want to rewatch it. You're I've, gonna love Fallen Angels. Chunking man. is a trip. It wasn't as good as in the mood, but personally, but I think Fallen Angels, I think 2046, I think those are going to be good. Fallen I Angels. love that you Ashes love. of Time was great. Seriously. Yeah, Ashes of Time was amazing. Oh Fallen, Fallen Angels is like Dogville. It's one of those films where the few, one of the few films where at the end of it, I, I, I felt emotion. Yeah. Where like nice. I almost, like not cried, so but like I could ready. feel it. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So the, ready. The ending shot, dude. Oh my God, I'm so curious so what you're going to think about it. The ending shot on the motorcycle it's so brilliant, brilliantly executed that you're just you cannot help but feel the emotion, man. It's I nuts. hope it's the same way that I felt about burning. A little slight, uh, not, yeah, not yeah, spoilers, yeah, yeah. but not. Well, fuck, dude. dude honestly, spoilers, we could do a motorcycle. It's on Netflix. You fucker. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's on Netflix. No, I know. I gotta watch. We it. could do a burning so Fall Angels episode. Oh, you know, oh down the God, road, dude. which would be sick. That would be sick. I'm so. So stoked to watch Burning again. The movie yeah. was just Dude, literally everyone's like so Burning is the best. It stuck with me. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, afterwards. I dude, and like like I, you've said that so many times, but so many people like online, so many, like literally everyone's like, this is an excellent movie. This is one of the best movies from last year. And where the fuck was it? That's Where the, the thing fuck that pisses was me it? off. You know like, what I'm saying? It did not get the theatrical Ugh, release that it deserved. It didn't get and the we're love. so lucky to have the Pickford here to pick that up and and do a one night special on it. Right. It deserved way more than it got, dude. It's so it's so good. It's gonna be one of those like in academia and stuff, it's gonna be those hidden treasures oh, that yeah. we'll talk about. Dude. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. The last there's there's it. a penultimate shot. It's not the very last shot, but it's the penultimate shot that is just like this is what you watch <laughs> the movie for. I mean, it's really like dude. It's so it's so good. That's totally. That's what I felt about that um, that new movie, um, First Reformed. Yep. It's like that last shot yep. is like yep. is the like. It's everything about the movie. It's like the theme 100%. of the movie. It's the end of the plot. It's 100%. it's what the movie is. Um, and you can't have that shot without the yep. the whole early arrest of the film. Hundred uh, percent. And that's cool that Burning is like that too. And it is. Yeah, that's rad. So that really makes me want to watch it because like I love how First Reform does that at the very end. You know, that was like the coolest shit. Yep. Yeah. And the Burning, dude. I've been listening to the soundtrack for Burning. Same I mean, at work all the time. It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. And the, the first, yeah. the first even little smidgen of music comes way late in the movie too. It's like mostly silent. Yeah. Ah. and that, like you said, that penultimate shot. I mean, I think the penultimate shot is actually an underrated aspect it's of a films, gem, dude. Because it's not necessarily. Yeah, the, it, I don't think shot. like it's not the last most. shots are like 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 last shots great. like Michelangelo and Antonioni's uh, the passenger right the very ending yeah. shot is okay but it's the penultimate shot yeah that's it's like the, the one that wraps the whole yeah, thing up that's like oh fuck so I, I think there's a an underappreciation of the penultimate shot I mean fuck because it doesn't seem like it's a long take right. Yeah. And it's not it's not even a spoiler that it's yeah. a long take. It's like it just happens to be one. Because it seems like two. such a statement to end on mm-hmm. a, a shot like that, but if you add another shot of right after it, it almost gives that shot more power. Well, it's because it mirrors. Oh, it doesn't yeah. mirror, but it it plays off of yeah. the other long take mm-hmm. in the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, the, the right. dance one. It's oh, just, Yeah, god. 
damn it. Yeah, I gotta. I'm. I gotta rewatch it. I'm Wong Kar Wai <laughs> and Burning are high on my list. Once we're done with this, to to rewatch. To get her done, yeah. dude. I've been on Peter Green away. I know. I've been on his. I've been on his little films. You know, really want to watch the. Um, I want to watch his other stuff those, too. The, what is it? The, the Zed cases. Zed Nuts. I need oh, to I watched watch that one. Yeah. I need to watch that. You would love Zed I feel like Nuts. I would. Yeah. Because I think I've said this before, but the lighting, the lighting mm-hmm. itself, I think you would just love. But I think you would also <laughs> like the movie itself. Like I think, like there's a lot of really cool shots, but also like the the content of it. I think yep. you, I think you could understand because yeah. it's a it's a photographer's movie. It's literally about photographers who are f- photographing something that needs to be photographed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like a photographer's movie in like how they like gorge in like the the frame and like the decay. Yeah, and the the decay, <laughs> but also like the like the the appreciation of the image. Uh, that's something that they that that Greenway is Yep. I mean, he's on the spectrum. 100%. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the ones. I mean, because we had our list of movies, we had our list of directors too, and obviously, we did. like Greenaway was was one. I feel like he would have come up uh, eventually, but early, earlier, like eventually, but soon. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? If he was just kind of there, I mean, a Cook the Thief, a Wife and His Lover was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was a great, great film. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also, I mean, you know. Thank you both for being on the show and, and going through with it. And obviously, it's a lot. But also, thanks to everyone who has oh, yeah. been with us and listened and been with, been with us from the beginning. I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, or if you've been, you know, kind of joined us along the way, um, we appreciate every single listener um, and our and our guests too. And our, our guests, guests yeah, of course. Gosh, of course, Dude, of course. Nate, um, Ian. Robert, they all opened Tony, me up. Don, Tony, Don, Tony, yeah, yep. Tyler and Tyler and, and Dave. Dave. Like they all like yeah, opened up like this other realm of films, hmm. you know. Having the guests on was one of some of the most refreshing yeah. points yeah. of the podcast because I feel like every time we had a guest on, it was always kind of this like slight lull. Oh, and where we were like, how do we? How do we move past right. this? How do we learn? And they kind of yeah. like amped it up. They did. Yeah, it did. And and Lisa too. Lisa was oh, cool. oh Lisa yeah of course yeah, Lisa. yeah yeah thank you Lisa she oh, brought the two films up she actually fun. her episode actually, was yeah. actually her really good was too yeah. like I I, I yeah thank you. dude I feel like you and Le- Keith I'm pointing to Keith you and Lisa are connected for in my brain like I feel like <laughs> I feel like you two could make because I've made two films with her like as oh, no way. as part of yeah okay. like she she helped out on I helped out on her film I've done three films with her. I've helped out on her film, and uh, she made a feature, and I, and she's helped me out on two of my films. Wonderful. But I think that you and Lisa would really make a really good film together, and I, I think you guys have a similar. We have some mind. similar sensibilities. Yeah. Yeah, like you guys, like I feel like you guys are on the same wavelength, and I think that's super cool. And you guys should totally hook up for a film. To be honest, I don't think she liked me. <laughs> 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 I don't I, think Keith likes you either. I think my animal, animal commentary on oh. that. I don't think it, I think it rubbed her the wrong way. Oh yeah, because she's a bit. Because I was yeah, more of like the pure of cinema. Stuff, I mean, yeah. it's like if it means you got to kill a rat to make a good film, then you uh. kill a rat. Whereas <laughs> right. I don't think that flew. With but her. yeah, I mean, yeah, most. Yeah. Uh, I think. I, could be I mean, wrong. there's I could like be wrong. American laws in yeah. place that are 
against that, but I God understand. It's a, rat, it's a rat, damn it. I think those were our guests <laughs> for this. I apologize if there's a guest that I've missed, but I think that's all. I think no, that's it. Dave, yeah. Tim, Don, Tony, Lisa, Nate, um, Ian. Ian. That's it. You probably know. Tyler, not Tyler. Tyler. See, you oh, forgot Tyler. something even Fuck. listening. Don't Did listen, damn it. Did I say Tim? Yeah. I meant Tyler. Wait, no, oh, the tool God. man? God, yeah. God damn Tim. it. Is it Tyler You're the done. tool man? God You're done. Damn. You're done. God damn You're it. You're done. But Briggs. yeah, no, like literally I all the people. Tyler. I mean, there's been a lot of listeners. And actually, when we looked at the statistics, it's kind of like all over the world. It's just trippy. I know. Um, we were in Japan for a hot minute. Yeah. So thank you, like really no, like thank you for listening to us and, like I know like, <laughs> I think like the biggest thing. I mean yes, it's fun to know that people are listening to you say shit. Right. <laughs> that may or might not be have validity to it, but uh, like I really hope that like that in our discussions that we were able to offer like some insight either into filmmaking. Or into ways to think about movie or just kind of cinema as a whole. Um, right. You know, with a little bit of entertainment. But, like, the point is to definitely think about things critically and expand your scope and watch things that maybe you wouldn't have watched before and just kind of thought about all that. Um, and, like, I think I, I think at the end of the day, like, I can maybe speak for all of us here where it's like, oh, we're giving you a reason to watch movies just watch a lot of movies right yeah and, definitely you know what i mean just take in cinema yeah, as like yeah. a whole uh if we see, were an excuse we did our job well yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'll take that i'll take that I, um, honestly i think if you watched at least one movie that we talked about on the show then we did our jobs yeah yeah you know yeah no, maybe, sure. two, maybe two <laughs> maybe two maybe one like ghosts like if you watch if you watch <laughs> ghosts oh, if you watch God. ghosts as many times as i have then you're pretty cool. And realize why Patrick Swayze's death really wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, oh, oh my god, oh, that's oh, horrible. Shit. I'm glad we've already started drinking. Right, <laughs> too soon. Kind of fish, not really. Uh, even Ghost had its validity. Even Ghost was worth watching. Ghost is amazing. Ghost is worth watching. It was all worth watching. <laughs> and that's the thing. Demi Moore. It's like. I mean, that's Dude, the thing, she's though, the like... most beautiful crier. I just watched that. <laughs> that that uh, I t- me and Tiffany talked about this mid movie. I went and watched the Bollywood uh, Pacific Northwest movie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That just came out. Yeah. So it was all shot here. Super cool by like the Microsoft, some Microsoft Indian guys, and mm-hmm. it was, it was okay. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> there's a scene where the main dude cries his ass off. Ugliest cry I've ever seen. <laughs> not a good crier. Makes really bad noises. Like, he's just not a good crier. Demi Moore, though, she's prettier when she cries, dude. It's insane. She's the prettiest <laughs> crier. She literally teared, like, two symmetrical tears going down her face, go, go down her cheekbones perfectly, hit her, like, this side of her lips at the same time and then keep going it's freaking insane <laughs> Bruce Willis is just like cry uh. yeah. <laughs> but like literally even like the movies we may not have liked I feel like have all been helpful been helpful I for mean, sure I think maybe the, not Boondocks I was gonna say I was gonna say Fight Club and Boondocks was a little bit weak in terms of I mean, you hey, guys that was our best episode, you guys though. hated it more than me, but I wasn't a f- necessarily a huge fan. Of Wait, yeah. Boondocks? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It's I, just like I only have hate in my heart for one movie, <laughs> and I think it's Boondock Saints. 
but it's still like okay i watch it i know what i hate you know you develop a spectrum for yourself even yeah in the movies you don't like that's so. true so it's kind of interesting and then and i watch a ton of movies i know i wouldn't have seen otherwise um and i know we're super deep into this episode the plan the, the original plan for this episode was to do th- three films um which i mean we can certainly talk about um yeah. But uh, the original plan was that we were going to do three episodes for this, or three films for this, to kind of close things out. Um, and the three films we did were films that were each chosen by uh, each pair of people for the other person. Yeah. So if that makes sense. So Byron and Jacob chose for me. Me and Jacob chose for Byron. Byron and I chose for Jacob. And we did three films, and we watched three films. <laughs> um, so just to kind of... Uh, give some continuity to this episode with the other episodes. Our first film is Dark City, <laughs> released in 1998, uh, which was chosen for me by Byron and Jacob. Yeah. Uh, a man struggles with memories of his past, which include a wife he cannot remember and a nightmarish world without a gun. Or son's a gun. Without a son. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit, Almost dude. Almost the same thing. It's been a long 99 episodes. <laughs> a man struggles with memories of his past, which includes a wife he cannot remember and a nightmarish world without a son. Dark City was written by Alex Proyas, Lem Dobbs, and David S. Goyer. It was also directed by Proyas. It stars Rufus Sewell, uh, William Hurt, Kiefer Sutherland, Jennifer Connelly, and Richard O'Brien. The second film is Apocalypto, released in 2016, and it was chosen for Jacob. Yeah. Uh, as the Mayan kingdom faces its decline, a young man is taken on a perilous journey to avoid uh, to a world ruled by fear and oppression. Excuse me. Apocalypto was written by Mel Gibson and Farad Safania, and it was directed by Mel Gibson. It stars Rudy Youngblood, Dahlia Hernandez. Jonathan Brewer and Morris Bird Yellowhead, among many, many others. Um, to be honest, I had a really hard time keeping up with each person's name, so it was hard for me to kind of like... <laughs> yeah. The, the names were just like, they weren't consistent, and they weren't necessarily always said, so it was yeah. hard to kind of keep track it, yeah. of. It's like person. one of those movies where it's not about what their names are, it's about no. what they look like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which most movies are like that. Exactly. You remember their face. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Uh, and the third film is Inc. released in 2019, and we chose that for Byron. Uh, 2009. What did I say? 20, 2019. Oh, <laughs> you said 2049? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. 2009. Wow. 22,000. Woo! I tried to do these in chronological order, so 2009. And we chose it for Byron. Uh, a mysterious creature known as Inc. steals a child's soul in hopes of using it as a bargaining chip to join the Incubi. The group of supernatural beings responsible for creating nightmares. <laughs> uh, Ink was written and directed by Jamin Win- uh, Winnens. It stars Christopher Soren Kelly, Quinn Hincher, uh, Jessica Duffy, Jennifer Batter, and Jeremy Make, along with many others. Um, I think I feel like the most obvious place to kind of start with this and wherever this conversation goes because honestly i didn't plan much for this episode <laughs> on purpose, <laughs> on purpose. Uh, why did we choose these films for the other person that's the big question hmm. okay well i can speak to both of these because same, same yes because i i think it was my idea i think i for both of your guys's films i think i was the one who said both 
If I, I feel like correctly. possibly because I know ink was one we brought up. We've talked about ink before fairly recently. Oh really? Oh maybe it was you. Okay, okay. Ink was fairly recent that we had brought it up. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's talk about Byron then. Because we have you sent us a list. We were like, "What films have you not seen that you right. would like to see?" Yeah. Which is hard. For and Byron, yeah, and yeah, because it's yeah. hard because you you watch so many <laughs> yeah, and no, you watch. It's true, you're, it's true. You're in like this other world, kind of like you're like 20, 30 years behind, right. like no, most yeah, people, sure. like when in your film watching. So you watching a bunch of old movies, mm-hmm. and so we were thinking like, well. We were actually thinking like Dread would have been the perfect film for this. Yeah. No, it would have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was like, well, we talked about Ink so much and we were thinking, well, I don't think he's ever going to watch Ink. And we've kind of, we've kind of splurged about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Or splooged, I think is the word I was was thinking. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) so we were like, let's just make him watch it. I think that was kind of what what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, we want to, we want to hear your thoughts, like warts and all about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was, that I, that never, was I never heard of it until you guys mentioned which is right. trippy which yeah. is weird but also it was weird that we had both seen it and heard of it right? yeah that's, what, that's what was interesting that was the weird thing I, that's what when I was watching it I, I, that kept coming into my head how has Keith and Jacob both seen this movie? Dude, and my wife has seen it. We watched it together. That was we, like really. So, that was one of the. Seen it too? That was like one of the first movies we Which watched is together. Crazy. No way. Yeah. Crazy. What? Yeah. So the question is, is then, well, what did you think of Ink? You I want know. me to say? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I know. What else are we fucking going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm super curious. I just want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you thought I'm of so, the production yeah, design. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the and the, the 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 blooming whites throughout the whole movie. <laughs> which I know you hate. The totally blurred. Whites. I know you hate the blooming whites. I know you don't like it. But I'm curious. Not about that specifically, but about the whole it thing. It is probably... This is terrible. Oh, no. But it's probably my least favorite film we watched through the entire fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Because I... Mainly because I could not get over the style. Oh, my God. The, 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 that particular type of cinematography is... Represents the entire... What I like go against you when it like. comes to my own cinematography, <laughs> like it, I could not get over it. Oh, I couldn't my get gosh. over. I couldn't get into the story. I couldn't get into this the any aspect of the film because Dude. the cinematography was so distracting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that because like I felt I, I understand why you think because I felt God like the cinematography the guy thought he was the fucking shit because he thought <laughs> that like he was doing the best thing he could possibly do as an right. independent filmmaker you know, filmmaker mm-hmm. in that it just to me looking at it in 2017 or 2019 10 years after it was made the images that I'm being able to make for less money than what he was able to do are far superior and that's no ego <laughs> yeah but that's you no like, ego they probably had like at most a 5d mark one and i and i tried and i and i and i tried to think i kept telling myself that i'm like you know what though they're filming it with dslrs maybe or if they have it a little bit more money taste. they're gonna do like D- video, dv yeah. sort yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. right and i was like okay but then i looked at the budget because i looked it up Two hundred fifty thousand. I was like, okay, 
250,000, that's a quarter of a million dollars. Like, 2009, granted, that was right after the fucking economy, whatever. Anyway, right. you could still find a better camera, I'm sure, <laughs> that wouldn't have had that glowing fucking hallmark like sort of like that wasn't thing. the camera bro i think that was, that was a that was stylistic post. choice which i just couldn't, <laughs> i couldn't get over that i'm like why and it's on the like, whole movie i just and it's the whole movie like <laughs> it's terrible i feel guilty for saying it but i can't oh, i God. can't i can't oh. not say it like i it's just like i couldn't i couldn't get into it i couldn't That's tell crazy. you i couldn't t- i couldn't tell you one character's name in this literally movie. no part of the movie that ink? you enjoyed huh <laughs> Zero. The titular uh, character. Could you? Did we end this whole series with you hating a movie? <laughs> I'll be so excited. Like honestly, so I'm, no, excited. Dude, like, he said it's the worst movie. I heard like, that. I honestly, sorry, I was no, in like, the I, other room. I'm trying, but, and I don't. Uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I feel terrible. I, feel I did terrible. hear from the other room that Byron ter- <laughs> said this might be the worst movie we've seen so far. I feel terrible. This is the worst phenomenal. movie you've ever seen. Uh oh. <laughs> There's silence. <laughs> Only because yes, it's fresh in your mind. I don't know. Because it's Forrest fresh in Gump? my... If, I'd rather watch Forrest Gump. Because, <laughs> oh, because at least it looks like a movie. This is amazing, like, dude. <laughs> okay, even the ending? Even towards like the climax? I mean, there were aspects of the film that dude, I... Dude, the fucking Incubus people were dope. Yeah, yeah right? no, oh, that, was cool. that was cool. That was cool. There were cool things where I was like, oh, fuck, like... That's like, I mean, After Effects now it would be interesting and hard to kind of pull off the, right. the way they had. It'd be the, way cooler now. The the, but I was really impressed with how they had like the. I don't know if it was super. I actually don't know exactly how it was done. I don't know how they know either. Like, and I was really it impressed felt with that. Both physical and not there. Like it felt like a combination of a physical thing. Like exactly. I feel like maybe there was like some kind of glass in the front that they yeah. could like manipulate with maybe with green dots on it so they could like put a filter yeah. on it or something and, and that's and, and there were aspects of the film that i was definitely intrigued by um and and definitely looked at and and, and questioned like oh oh shit like how did they do that and that was one of them um i also some of the fight choreography um i thought was pretty good for sure. considering that it was you know shot all just on location you know fairly low budget and and i was i was definitely intrigued by that dude the um, 5d mark ii didn't even come out to 2012 so wow. there wasn't even a 5d mark ii wow so yeah, like yeah. they shot that i mean i could i mean because looking it. looking looking at it and i tried to do that as much as i could as i was as i was watching it <laughs> because i was like looking at it as like fuck i graduated western 2012 <laughs> I was trying to think of what we were, what I was filming with at the time, and it was yeah, you know, borrowing from Kayvac or K, Kayvac, Kayvac, God damn it, um, getting work and yeah, dude, it was shot on a Sony um, camcorder. R.I.P. Yeah, so it was a camcorder. A so yeah, so like dude. it looks being, like a camcorder. Shooting yeah, a camcorder, I can't imagine shooting Mini a camcorder. Mini DV cassette. Dude. Yeah. It wasn't even an SD. Oh, it was shit. a cassette. Yeah, dude. so it's not even a DSLR. Woo! See that? that in, in, That's amazing. And looking, you know, and, and just <laughs> thinking of that, it's like I can see <laughs> with what they worked with, it, it is it is solid, you know? I just couldn't get over it, though, because that type of. I mean, I'd rather go, you know, David Lynch, Inland Empire, DV, right. than that. Right. Um, j- just because of the way they lit it. 
I can, right. It's the hard lighting and stuff that only works when it's like Sin City and you're doing black and white sort of shit. When it comes to that, it it throws me off. Right, because it, it was like, luminance based. It looks like that film that you that you liked, um, the musical, uh, the marijuana one. Um, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Reefer Madness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, here's a good comparison. Yeah, you guys both hated that. Yeah, because, like, Reefer Madness. Is Reefer Madness better than Ink? Uh, yeah, yeah. For me, it was. Holy shit. For okay, so this is literally the worst movie to pick for you. <laughs> <laughs> we know oh you so well now. God. This is amazing. <laughs> because, I'm so glad we finally got I mean, there. I feel like I'm I'm in my so gut, I feel like, like when I was re watching it, I was like. Woo! I think Byron might hate this because I was I noticed the blooming and I noticed like the mood wasn't blooming, like there. that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's like they're, they're blooming the highlights. <laughs> See, that, that's what was so funny because I was I'm watching this and I'm like the entire time I, I was almost smirking because I'm like, are they trolling me right now? Like, cause like I didn't know because I was like, because like I was like, the whole time I was like, I do I don't know if they're trolling me or it. if they were like kind of like in between. Like they're like. We're not sure if he's going to really love this or if he's going to really fucking hate it or if it's going to be right in between. So I kind of was like, you know what? I feel like I felt like your intentions like oh, were like man. were like right on in the sense That's of like amazing. it is interesting. I love watching films. I do. I really love watching films that are low budget <clears throat> and that are films that we could make. And because I like to compare right where where mm. I'm at compared to maybe where other people are in this film was really the perfect example to me of where I'm at now, where I was at back in 2009, 2012, um, what I could do, and the fact that that movie was made. It's a feature-length film that obviously I think Christopher Nolan probably watched. Um, you, <laughs> like, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, that, that, it's like, like very fuck, Inception. Like, he made that, and Christopher Nolan fucking watched it. It gave me a lot of hope with what I've been doing. Because... Right. I feel, you know, I feel like I image-wise, I'm able to create a better image than what they were able to create. Right, right. That I was like, well, at least image-based alone, maybe not theme, maybe not story, maybe not, like, how intricate that film was, which, again, a, a great merit of that film that I saw was how intricate and how developed the entire thing was. Yeah. You know, you have the Incubi, you have the, the Drifters, you have the the um storytellers you have this this world that they created which i thought was very compelling very interesting very in-depth mm. i couldn't get into it because of the image and that's just who i am as a film goer and a filmmaker yeah you know, know. that's crazy because you watch it and you're just like i could have <laughs> offered this film like Amazing. a missing piece you know what i mean right. like you felt that as you were watching yeah. the whole thing like i could have done this better i didn't go that or maybe not better, much, but like but you could have I, given I, it I, I an extra. I couldn't. Push. Ha- I mean, I did, you did, but I couldn't. <laughs> as I was watching it, I wasn't going like, "Oh, I could do this better." I would just, I couldn't, I couldn't get the date of two thousand nine out of my head. Right. I, right. It just it was, was so in its dude. thing it was. that I even couldn't... the costuming was two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Whereas even yeah. David, <laughs> even David Lynch's Inland Empire, even though it was made in DV, I w- I'm able to go over it because it was more of an experiment, right? Whereas this, it didn't feel like an experiment. It was them trying to become as professional and as yeah. on par as they could be. And it just felt so dated to me that I couldn't get into it. They wanted to be like Spielberg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Dread, 
to me, it is a little dated now. At the same time, at the time it was made, I mean, fuck, 2010, 2011. Anthony Dodd Mantle was <laughs> was really experimenting. He was really pushing things. He was really going for it, right? Like it doesn't look like anything that's being made now. It doesn't really look like anything that was made then, right? It's its own thing. So at that time, I couldn't, I couldn't look <clears throat> at it and be. The subjective nature of it, I couldn't like go, oh, I fucking hate it because of the way it looks, right? <laughs> Whereas this, there are other films because of the blooming, because of the the weird way it's edited with the quick cuts of like the the leaves and and then the the the, the suburban right um, neighborhood and and shit like that. I I just saw through it because it just felt too you know college one eleven. Yeah, maybe you know, not one hundred and one, dude, but maybe like you know, one eleven or whatever. You know what I mean? Two hundreds, just one eleven. Story, but screenwriting wise, higher. Yeah, might have been yeah, other weak point. Yeah, it could have. Yeah, it could have been. Could have. I mean, some of the dialogue was bad, but the but the the building of it right was was the world of it. World of it was was good. You know, dialogue to me. I watch a lot of shitty movies with a shitty dialogue. It, it's it's that's whatever. I'm not a dialogue person, but uh, I did recognize some of the dialogue was was pretty bad. I mean, like he, the, little, the little girl at the beginning was like something grandmother or something, and she's like something um, granddaughter or whatever. I'm like, who fucking says that? Right. You know, like it was like the dialogue and the delivery like were yeah. out of sync. You know, and it could have been a bad line, yeah. but it also could have been a bad read. Yeah, too at the same you know, time. But it was one of those things that were back and forth for me you know there were scenes between the father and the daughter that i thought was going to be really corny and he proved me wrong sure you know and i was like oh shit okay you know so it was one of those things i was going back and forth the entire time and it was really probably ironically one of the most interesting watches i've had the entire episode or the entire run of the podcast too because i couldn't quite tell if you guys are trolling me or not good (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad we finally got to the heart of what byron likes and what he doesn't and and i thought that was i couldn't not be honest (sighs) because i was like well fuck i could say that i liked it i could say that i really really hated it it's I, I, it's not like I hated it. It's just it's my least favorite of the ones we've watched. Good, you know what I'm I mean. Glad. Um, I'm fucking glad. No, that's good. It's good. It's good. Like I don't, I, I don't mean that's that. Amazing. I don't mean that like in, in any negative way at all. Because again, I felt I learned more about myself too. Yeah, totally. Watching it, totally. you know, which was really cool. It's ambitious too. I mean, it even, is. There's a lot I think of maybe that's the problem. Dumb parts about the movie, but right. it's ambitious as fuck. But it Mastery it did thing. feel like they were trying to be like Kaminsky's like Minority yeah. Report with the blooming, yeah. yeah. And it was just so like much. that is not the same thing. Kaminsky, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kaminsky. I mean Janusz Kaminsky or whatever is. Uh, he's the only one that can get away with blooming because he can get a, he he has that little subtle blooming in Munich. It's a little bit of subtle Munich uh, blooming in um, Saving Private Ryan. It right. just works because of just how he does it. It's, but, yeah, it's just different. In Minority Report, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, this was overdone. I mean, there were even um, you could tell there were lens flares that they added in post production. Yeah, um, and they were that, too hot. That were too <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like man, you got to fade that shit out if you're gonna yeah. do that. But again, 2009. I mean, they're working with. I mean, what? After Effects, CS1. Exactly. Yeah, so it's just it was like, rough back in the day, dude. I mean, no hate. It's just from where we're at now, 2019, 
I couldn't get past it. Right. Granted, if I had seen the movie, if I had seen that movie maybe five years from ago, I would have probably viewed it in a completely different light. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's sad to say that. Um, but that's just where where it was. That's totally when I watched it, and yeah. that's when you watched it, Keith, right? Like five, somewhere eight around years there, ago. Yeah. yeah, like twenty twenty. I mean, it's mostly congrats to them for getting a film like that mm. done. You know, exactly. like no, that's for sure. Anybody that can make a feature length film, independent yeah. like that, bring people together and just make a fucking feature length film, man, I have to applaud one hundred percent. Right. I can't imagine. I can't imagine making a feature length film. Right. I mean, Even the now. director really hasn't had any success. He made one other film after that, you know. So yeah, it's interesting. It is. It's a Which fascinating is little film. Yeah, yeah, it is. And a lot of the people who came out of that film, only one that I looked up out of all the people made looked it. up made it mm-hmm. to other stuff. And that was actually the black dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. He was yeah. the only one who kind of made it out of that. So Which makes sense. Sense. he was cool. He was a really yeah. good. He was good for his like supporting it, part. Yeah. I mean, even just like the most memorable, one of the most memorable parts of that movie is him running at the camera during the choreography mm-hmm. scene, mm-hmm. you know, right before he fights. Like that shit just like worked for me. Like a hundred percent. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just like I buy this person. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Yeah. No, I'm glad I'm glad we watched it. I'm glad we finally touched on something that's a little more on Byron's negative end of things. Kind of gives a we nice. We finally did it. <laughs> we finally we each hate a movie. We got there. We got there. But um, love it at the same time. Yeah. It? But kind of. And I mean, I don't think there's so much to say past what you said. I think both of our opinions probably yeah in the same spot. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add to that. Yeah, really. Cool. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like. Either you appreciate it or you don't. Yeah, and I mean, I'm glad I watched it. Right. Yeah. And it's like you can like You'll it. Forget about it for sure. <laughs> but I think, I think there's not a lot of people who would like like the movie. Like I think right. most people, it comes from an appreciation thing of like their constraints yeah. for yeah. production. So like yeah. it's kind of a filmmaker's yeah. movie. It is. It is. Uh, let's let's do a Apocalypto. Okay. No. Yeah. Why'd you guys pick this uh, this Jew hating motherfucker for me, huh? <laughs> What because the fuck? you had no other movies on your list of shit you wanted to watch. <laughs> I mean, this was just okay. Kidding. So like, just it, kidding. It, I mean, it, in all transparency, like this this episode was hard because there wasn't like a good list. I think for each person of like, well, what do we want to mm-hmm. have them watch? It mm-hmm. kind of had to be something we both saw, but they hadn't seen. And so this is a really tough one. I think I was looking through your list, and I think I saw Apocalypto. It's a movie that I had been intending to watch. So I actually hadn't seen it. Uh, I think, Byron, you had seen it. I've seen it many, many times. times. It's one of my favorites. And so it was kind of like, well, I mean, like, this seems to be like, <clears throat> the things we've learned about Jacob, what you don't like, what you like, mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that. It's kind of just seemed like a, with my perception of the film, having not seen it, like a good kind of place to kind of see where we've come from you know it's supposed to be kind of like intense it's supposed to be graphic it's a little bit longer uh it's a little bit like i mean it's it's an epic it's it's an epic Mm -hmm. it's not an english Mm -hmm. i mean like you know there's a lot of aspects to it i think that kind of tied in a lot of the overarching kind of criteria we're looking for right i mean it's not only not in english it's in a dead language yeah 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 there, there were a lot of aspects of it I thought that maybe you'd really appreciate. One, the fact, one, one of the biggest selling points was the fact that you loved Old Boy so much and being a genre mm. film. I mean, this is very much a genre film. In yeah. it's, 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 it's a hero's it's journey. A, it's a, yeah. a hero's journey, mm-hmm. chase, revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's also a, a love story in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really, I mean, he's, he's, he loves, it, you know, his wife or 
that's you know, sort of uh, the main motivation. It's the motivation right? behind it. And I, one, I knew you'd get into that. Two, I know that you love epics. I think sure. you appreciate you know, Lawrence of Arabia and stuff like that. It's it so it is an epic. It, it's 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 an epic that we haven't seen before. I mean, have you ever seen any other South American epic like right. this? You right. know. Um, and so th- there was that aspect of it. So there was like the diversity aspect of it. The just there's so there are so many aspects of it, um, technical wise too. Uh, like you said, the dialogue. The language. Was this supposed to look a little videoy? I think it was shot. Um, Is that just my viewing? Experience? You mean like when they do the slow mo and it, you can see the frames and it's stuff? Just like there was the a whole little, film yeah. seemed a little videoy. I don't know. How to I think a little, part of it was I the greens. I think the greens in maybe, it were, right. were yeah. a little, maybe a little, maybe a little too vibrant or maybe. something. Yeah. Um, uh, I can see that. But like, I just I, there was so many parts of it that I I was like, you know, it's interesting throughout the podcast. I I don't picture you as a genre person but i feel that the genre films that keith and i have come up with and you've been like we've been surprised at how much you've liked some of them right right so i was like you know what like you know to me i was like you know apocalypto is one of those ones that it definitely falls into a genre yet it's it's, it's, it's a genre piece that what other what other films are like it you right, know right so i figured it's like you like outliers and yeah. I, I feel like it was one that one i think it's mel gibson's as a director, as a director, like I feel like he's one his best effort, his sure. his, his most his biggest um, thing, his his yeah alma mater. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the one that he went full out. I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go for it, um, and uh, and I think you just you know through watching Gummo and Old Boy and these other films, I think you really appreciate um, people's uh, visions, right? And whether or not you like mel gibson or not i i i I feel like the vision aspect of it maybe would be something that at least if you didn't like it or did like that you'd at least be interested in watching it right yeah yeah that makes sense (laughs) right i i mean you guys are both spot on this movie's awesome i love it Mm. um and i realized something recently about how i feel about filmmakers and like their presence and stuff yeah and it's that i'm way more scared of corporations uh controlling movies than i am just a little filmmaker guy right you Mm -hmm. know so like i get his past like i i get it i don't love it but i but i'm way more scared of disney's like 80 billion films that they're making and and Mm -hmm. sony you know because they they're a giant conglomerate anyways like who touch in way more industries than disney um, then I am afraid of little Mel Gibson, you right, know. Right. Um, but this movie is literally insane. Like this movie is awesome. Like, and it's crazy because I tried watching this movie before with some friends in college, and I think my junior year of college, and we plugged it in because it was just like this seems like really neat. Like, let's just give it a shot. And we started watching, and then the scene came on where they get uh, ravaged by the other by the other Mayans, right. and. <clears throat> they started like you know getting close to the other women and shit and someone i was with was like i can't watch this yeah and i was like okay so so we turned it off and that's and just the beginning we like dicked around yeah which and nothing really even happens nothing scene. really happens yeah. but it it feels yeah it feels it, like it, it has this it has this weight to it that feels like holy shit like this is 
this is it. And I think that's something that Mel Gibson is so good at. You yeah, see it yeah. in every one of his, you see in Braveheart. I haven't seen Passion, but of course it's going to yeah, be in Passion. It's in Passion. But it's even in Hacksaw Ridge, Ridge, where it's just yep. like, you can, even though you're not really seeing the heavy shit, mm-hmm. it feels yeah. way heavier than it should be. Yeah. And I know Keith <laughs> yeah. doesn't like that. Hacksaw Ridge sucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sure. But it's, it's, it's like it feels heavier than it, I think. It should be, and he's really, really, really good at that. And I think that is, I mean, you can not like him as a person, but if you know him as a yeah. filmmaker, like he's one of the greats. You know, I also feel like he has proven himself as someone that just really fucked up. Y- yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I like, like Dude, the blood and the the yeah, just but like, like I mean, the, like well, I mean, like just as a person. Oh, I think sure, he, he, sure. He went through a fucked up period of time, like, you know, most of us all go through a dark time. Not that I'm excusing his behavior. It's just that he's one of those ones that he hasn't repeated his shit. You know what right, I mean? He's, right. he's, he fell and he's worked his way back up. Right. And maybe it's earned, maybe it's not. But I feel it's, like. Yeah, the eye of the beholder, really. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. He, it's not. I feel like deep down, I don't think he's a hate. Like, I don't think he's oh, no. full of hate. And that's you know what, what I mean? That's where this movie specifically lands in, like, the. And I feel like this movie would be way more respected, way more seen if it wasn't influenced by. Because mm-hmm. this movie was. Got hit from his yeah. behavior, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. Um, for sure. And this was the movie where, like, people look back at passion of the christ and we're like this is kind of anti-semitic you know and then they looked at this movie and they're like this is kind of historically inaccurate or maybe a little racist and maybe it looks like it like it makes them minds look like savages but when i was watching it i mean this might just be a totally privileged thing but i all i saw was just fucking like amazing like uh, anthropological <laughs> right. like filmmaking like to the degree that no other film has really ever reached no, yeah, you know right. and that was insane yeah. like especially because of the language and it, I, I I haven't seen Passion and I, I in reading the uh, critics of, of this film after watching I learned that even Passion of the Christ is in a dead language too. It's all yeah, and exactly. it's just like yeah. holy shit! Like I need to watch that. Like yeah. that is the coolest thing that they like brought that back. So I I get that people are like, well, it makes minds look like savages. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, there apparently they were like a really intelligent culture. I didn't know that until I looked at the Wikipedia page after <laughs> afterwards. So I learned a couple things today, but um, but I really like that it was like post it was like on their downfall it was the post classical mayan period where the aztecs are starting to influence and they're they're uh, controlling the sacrifices thing and mines even they didn't really do a lot of sacrifices but in this period they probably did depending on where you went um but either way it's a broken country and i love that we saw the downfall of a of a broken country Mm -hmm. and the conquistadors coming in and being like you know capitalizing on the brokenness the ending shot they yeah the ending it's shot. It's nice that they're like a touch. Yeah. Yes. Like it, just enough. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like you know what happens now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that was the coolest. And you know, frankly, that's something that I think a lot of people, um, especially a lot of white people, like still feel 
you know, they, it, like, it's a white guilt thing. Yeah. You know, it's basically like, hey, you remember this Christopher yeah. Columbus guy who did mm-hmm. that? You know, it's kind of the same thing uh, with what white people did with the blacks, you know, with the slavery and stuff. And it's, it's totally. just like this guilty thing. So it, I think it's just like ingrained in your brain of like, when is that yeah. going to happen? And then you see it and it's like, oh, there's there's the beginning of the film. Yeah. There's the quote at the beginning where it's the, the broken nation and here... Here, here they come. Here come the the Spaniards, and it was just really good. I had, I had a great time watching this Sweet. movie. Plus, like the whole jaguar thing, yeah. and he goes in the mud, and it comes out, and he's like a fucking jaguar. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this movie's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, right? Like it was like, <laughs> this so is cool. so like, I yeah. love how the glue yeah. is together, and how he he gets the guy who's chasing him with the trap at, at, that was at the beginning. Yeah. Like I love that connection and. Um, how he's like the jaguar paw, yeah. you know, and oh my god, so much to love. So <laughs> yeah, much no, to love. Really, it's such an it's underrated. So it's such an it's, underrated. It's so, it's so on the nose, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, like it, the little you know, girl it, who's like, oh, the jaguar is gonna block out the sun. Yeah, he's gonna kill. Yeah. yeah, but it's so, it's so love it. <sighs> yeah, I feel like it's so in tone with the whole thing, though. Like it's it never. Is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's such an underrated piece of just. It's, it's it's the best chase film ever made, I think. <laughs> Seriously, the best chase. We film. might be overstepping it might be. a little bit. What other chase films? Uh, I mean, are good. Like even like car chase movies. I think this is like the best. Mad Max might be better. Oh, I guess Mad Max. Yeah. Fury Road. Dude. I guess Mad Max is a chase uh, film. Yeah. Death Proof, maybe. Death Proof is pretty good. <laughs> Death Proof is the... Apocalypto, though, is just one of those things. It's just What like, about, like, on-foot chase films? It's definitely... What about God, Jackie Chan It's gotta Chan be movies. one of the best running films. At least, it's just, to me, it's just like... It beats Chariots of Fire. What about Blade Runner? <laughs> no, it doesn't beat Blade Runner. Well, it's Blade Runner. It is kind of a chase North film. by Northwest? It's got a chase in it, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily... Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I just Terminator. I, Apocalypto is great. It's better. Than it's Terminator. great. It's not just. It's not just a chase movie. Yeah, is the thing. Is yeah. like it. There's all these other elements. It's a really good chase movie for sure. That, yeah. But even, like my favorite parts of the movie. Well, I, I honestly, I think my least favorite part of the movie was the chase. I still uh, loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I love seeing them get captured and get all fucked up. God, and yeah. that's the start of that the story was scenes, amazing. Man, with the the beheading oh, rolling down. So fucking cool. The even like the the scene that was like. I see it's fucking Hollywood movies. Who cares if it's historically inaccurate? It's fucking Hollywood. But the historically inaccurate scene where they're like run to the jungle and shoot the arrows, some fucking asshat was like, that's historically inaccurate. And it's like, yeah, we added that for the movie for dramatic effect. It's a fucking movie. But that's where I stand yeah. on that. <laughs> it's just like it's a fucking Hollywood movie. Like, yeah. fuck you. This movie's doing so many great things. Yeah. Um, but even that scene, I was like, this is cool. Yeah, you know, but like, just everything was was just so amazing. It just it was great. Nice, nice pick, nice pick. I'm glad. It Definitely was my favorite sweet. Mel Gibson film I've seen. Oh, cool. Yeah, right on. Sweet. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm glad we oscillated a little bit here with like worst <laughs> film, right? Good film. This got a heart on my letterbox. It was oh, like, think about watching it dude. if you can find it. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, you can't find it. Damn. You have to have a DVD of it. Yeah, they don't have a Blu-ray version of it, do they? Maybe they have a Blu-ray version, but there's no like you can't stream it. Yeah, and you cannot buy you cannot buy a physical copy of it in the United States. Really, 
it, you can buy one in the UK, but it doesn't work. That it's it's region locked, so, so you have to buy them in Australia, and ship them over here. Because those are those are region opened. Can you buy one in Canada? I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, and there's some weird because it's it's a Disney film. It's owned by Disney. Oh, there's a and weird. They don't want to be a part of that. Maybe. I don't think that's what it is. There's like a weird rights thing that they still haven't figured out. Shit. But Disney owns at one point Disney owned part of the distribution, and I think there's some other person who's involved, and I think they still haven't figured out what about it for the United States stuff. But I guess they figured out Australia and the UK and stuff. Wow, that's all. So if you want to watch it, you basically just kind of have to steal it honestly that or if there's, or, if there's some ship rental it. video store local store who has it has a yeah. copy libraries of it. probably have it that's true library mm-hmm. yeah i streamed a stream you can stream the stream <laughs> if you want um yeah but actually it is in the seattle library network the king county one i saw it on there but netflix it's, probably has it on to the dvd version. oh yeah they yeah, do yeah, yeah. The, but um you have the dvd package but at in for the seattle library shit it's like a hundred holds and they have two copies so it's like that's gonna take like four years to get you (laughs) how'd you you get it um i watched it legally of course (laughs) netflix dvd wink netflix dvd which i just canceled (laughs) it was the last film i watched (laughs) thank you netflix um no that's cool though i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i watched it too I definitely there were some things that were a little funky for it, and it took about halfway through the movie. I like the second half a lot more. Yeah, the second half is where a lot better. it gets. Uh, That's yeah, so weird. So I love the first half. Well, the first half's good. I like the maybe the fir- the first quarter. Eh, everything else the last three quarters. Like, it's a lot less graphic dude. than I was expecting. I feel like people always talk yeah. about Gibson's That's, films yeah. about it how like it feels graphic though. It feels yeah, graphic, they, but it isn't actually is graphic. Like, oh, even Hacksaw Ridge is like so intense. It's like. Have you seen Saving Private Ryan? Right. Like, Dude, it's, it's, it's like Rosemary's Baby where people are like, right. the oh, image yeah. of the baby is burned in my brain. I'm never yeah. going to forget like the eyes of the baby. But you never there's see never, There's not a shot of the baby. That's yeah. what it That's is, dude. He's the master of making things feel yeah. graphic when they're actually it's not kind of if you go through frame by yeah. frame. That's yeah. the magic of cinema, dude. That's true. It's yeah, true. It's a part of cinema yeah. no one thinks about. Because so when, you, when you read a book, you're, you're painting the picture in your brain. But you're also doing that when you're watching a movie. Yeah. But everyone thinks that you, they're not doing that, right, which is exactly. freaking bizarre. It's cool. Yeah. It's so cool. I remember my brother and I saw Apocalypto in theaters, and we, so thought, awesome. it was, we thought it was great. Dude. But, like, we – because it was – at the time, everybody on the news, like, I remember the radio news was, like, it's the most graphic film, even more graphic than Passion of the Christ. Dude. And we're like, fuck, we got to go see it. <laughs> you know? And then we were kind of disappointed because it wasn't as graphic as we thought because we were looking at it, you know, Dude. obviously as, like, scene by scene. But it wasn't until years later where I had seen the film maybe five times, but I hadn't seen it for maybe four, five years. Right, right. That I watched it again, and I was like, okay, I can now see it in the way that maybe they were seeing it. Right. Where right. I was like, they're putting on more, you know, than what they were actually right. seeing. There's which, like a you know, show a little which bit. Which made me yeah. even appreciate it even more because I had already loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one of those ones that have aged, I think, really well for me. Yeah, Where it's dude. just like, even it's 10, so 15 years from now, it's going to be like, again, what other movie is there that's like that? Right. You know? And the fact that Mel Gibson, one of the most Hollywood of Hollywood actors, at least of his time, was making this made film. this thing mm-hmm. in a completely foreign language is mm-hmm. 
the fucking coolest thing ever to me. I, it is. You know, I don't know. I love seeing, like, big Hollywood actors come down and make, like, a film like this. Like, yeah. like seeing Jonah Hill going to make mid-90s. Right. It's yeah. just like, and it's like this love letter to kids. Yeah. It's like, fuck, you are the coolest person ever. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, I'm glad we touched on this. It had been one that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah. So Same. I wanted to um, pick it back up and where I left off. In fact, I mean, all three of these films were ones I had not. Well, I'd seen Ink, but I mean, it, Ink was so long ago that like so long ago. it was still like kind of fresh. Yeah, yeah, in that regard. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, damn, we're going. We're going. Yeah. This, is, this, is <laughs> this is uh this is an old this is school one. episode. This is a good one. This is like hearkening back. We're back to our roots. It's a nice little We're looping full back circle. around. It's yeah. a nice little full circle nice, here. It's a nice bow. We're going over two hours. It's a Mobius strip. Um, and you know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah. Fuck, fuck it. it. Fuck you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We've always done what we want here, and that's, I think that's been the best. I know. Best aspect. It's of it. about our selfishness. Really, is is um, the key to the show. If and, you haven't noticed. I mean, and if you haven't figured that about figured that out about filmmaking in general, then you then really you. missed the mark. <laughs> filmmaking is very selfish. Oh it's very indulgent. Gosh. It's very wasteful. Um, but it's a whole lot of fucking fun. It's so wasteful. And it's Dude, so it. I watched that Pacific Northwest Bollywood movie. Yeah, I'm very curious about this movie. Yeah, it's um it's okay. But <laughs> it's it's well it is. It's just it's an okay movie. It, like it it might do well overseas cuz it's it's That's Seattle, but it's yeah. definitely hitting like it's hey, this was shot in Seattle thing. Um and they even use like some iStock footage of Seattle. Oh, I saw footage that I've uh, seen because it's like that's well that's like literally footage. what my job is is Seattle tourism videos mm-hmm. um, but it was okay but it was like kind of like racist like it was very very pro Indian in like a bad way like it was anti uh, all the other races um, and it was interesting because it felt very self indulgent and very like that's hey India is the best and where the we have we have the best culture we have the best best race in, in in the same way that like a lot of like maybe American studio films are kind of like that like a Chris Pratt film sure. it feels extremely arrogant um, in 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 a lot of aspects um, about like it's like celebration of America um, even I mean Captain America you know um, <laughs> but uh, I really felt that watching it and it was like. Oh yeah, I don't like yeah. No thanks, you know, because <laughs> all white people are like broken as shit, you know. And oh, the okay. the the bad guy was like he looked like he probably worked at Pike Brewery, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like he was like this like no funky teeth, Pike. funky teeth. Yeah, we like Pike, but we're it was actually drinking funky Pike teeth with so. the red flannel, <laughs> and he wore the red flannel the whole time with jeans, and he just looked like maybe like a kind of broy, um kind of down on his luck broy kind of yeah. guy who would be at pike um serving beers or something i don't know <laughs> we're um, actually we are actually drinking pike yeah <laughs> and we, we do like pike for sure but it was just really i'm just saying that because he had yeah, the red flannel on yeah. but that's my point is 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 that was like that movie is a celebration of india and indian people you know uh and that that is like that arrogance and that that kind of self, uh, not self indulgence, but country indulgence, mm-hmm. maybe that that you see in 
in Bollywood and yeah. Hollywood and like some of the big hitters in each region, um, which is something I learned uh, watching that f- movie, seeing it from the other side. It makes me kind of uh, deappreciate uh, some other movies that sure, are maybe yeah. a little bit on the arrogant side. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the live action Aladdin? Uh yeah, with with uh, Willie Smith mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of crazy how much of a Bollywood, Bollywood movie they're making out of that. I know. I well, I I don't I haven't seen the latest trailer, but is it more watch Bollywood? Because pretty Bollywood. Because I was kind of hoping it would be a little more Bollywood. Watch the watch the newest trailer yeah. of it. That makes me you can super tell interested there's definitely in it. Like musical, yeah. like um, stages. Like, and you the know filming I mean? like, of it, the cinematography. Because yeah. like, it looks like Bollywood to me. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Okay, I gotta totally, check it out. It's much more Bollywood and than I was expecting. Jasmine's hot. <laughs> Dude, Nala's the hottest oh. Disney princess. Everyone knows that. Wait, who? Nala from Lion King. Lions. That's a lion. The lion. <laughs> oh god, this is a whoosh. The Lion here. King. Whoosh. So, he's the hottest. What? Dude, come All on. Right, relax. You fine. see that fur? <laughs> you see those paws? Oh, no. she's naked the whole movie. Jasmine's gotta be. We gotta, are. She's we more are, naked than yeah. Little Mermaid. Oh, that's true. Jesus. Yeah. We're batting. We're batting a thousand. Yeah. All right, so you guys chose Dark City for me. Yeah. Why? It's just like you have a dark heart. I know. It's so simple. It's so easy. <laughs> it's a very shitty description of the whole thing. Okay, so... I feel like you guys chose for me before we chose for anyone else, so... No, I think... No. No, I think we... We were take, the last, I think, I think we did Ink first. Bullshit. Okay. Well, I don't actually know. Did you do Apocalypto before we did Ink? No. Okay, you guys did me last because I literally did Dark City and Ink and like oh, okay. within like thirty minutes of. Oh okay. really? Yeah, okay. yeah. I was Fair just like enough. boom, boom, done. Yeah, okay. we were pretty quick. Yeah, we were fast because yeah. I remember we like had we had the list and we we're like, well, this is clearly the best. Okay, so I definitely I have a very long list on Letterboxd of all the films I right. want. I never watch, even looked so. at the list. Was that on the list? I have like a thousand forty yeah. movies I want to watch. So I I went through the list and like. Picked, I went by year by year and found like picked out a, a few. Yeah, okay. And I remember, I think we both picked Dark City. I think yeah, we both I mean, like it threw pretty, it out there. It was pretty like, yeah, it was like, well, yeah, that's the most obvious one. Yeah, um, and and it it seemed we both like randomly, I think picked this. I think we both there. picked it. Yeah, and there was this thing where it was like, this is noir. Yeah. This is genre. Yeah. This is sci-fi, yeah, and fantasy, and it's it has Jennifer Connelly. It has Jennifer Connelly. It's <laughs> kind of horror. It's kind of horror. <laughs> it's not. It's noir, but it's shot like noir. It has it's high key lighting. Like yeah. It has what else was it? This is shadows. I the mean, shadows. That's, that's what I was thinking. Is the, the shadows. shadows. It's a mystery film. The, it's yeah. a mystery film. It, it's, it has miniatures. Yeah, it's one of the few like memory loss films that like works thematically because mm-hmm. most of the time memory loss films are just like this like, hey, I lost my memory and now I yeah. got it back. But this that that was literally the film was like everyone was losing their memories, yeah. you know. So it was like this like it was like the first of that. Also, it's a hipster version of the Matrix. So win <laughs> but it was but matrix it was all, before but, the matrix but it was also like jesus right. christ before it's the before matrix. The, it's it's basically like what the matrix maybe pulled Ooh. from a little bit maybe. but maybe. also was not successful like the matrix so i feel like yeah. if you know 
in your your hipster m- brain it's also a, that's also a plus but it was also like you know the main actor rufus sewell isn't someone that was like a huge hollywood you know but he's a great actor he's a great actor yeah and i knew that you'd appreciate that but, but he Brit. wasn't like some you know ben affleck or something you know what i mean right. he's like classic, that, he's classically this was, trained if this ben if ben affleck was the main character in this it would be it, <laughs> wouldn't, would be it wouldn't be a good act because it, right it's it's his it's his, it's the fact that he's in it is, that makes it its yeah. own thing yeah. um and and like i know that i don't think roger i don't think you agree with everything roger ebert said but i think roger ebert I mean, this is one of his favorite films, and I think that like, there are similarities. I think um, when it comes to how harsh he was to some films, that I think you share because you're, I think, out of the three of us, maybe a little harsher on certain films. And the fact that he really loved this movie kind of was like, okay, there are definitely elements. I don't know if you'll really love it like Roger Ebert did, but at least there'll be elements of it that I think you'd appreciate at least. Yeah. And he the, hated stuff I liked too. There. Yeah. And that's the thing. Is Ebert with, was a weirdo. <laughs> he was. Because there'd be things where I really, like the fact that he loved Antichrist. I was like, fuck yeah. But then there are some things that he... He hated like, Usual Suspects. Yeah. And Usual Suspects was like, eh, for me, he was like, eh. You know? I, I, he I he loved agree. Reefer I, Madness though. Really? No Dude, way. five out of five. No way. Don't look it up. No way. Don't no, look it up. Well, he did four out of four, so <laughs> you're already if, wrong. I, I, oh, shit. I'd be surprised if he saw Five it. Five out of four. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'd be surprised if he saw it. Yeah. It's just, he liked yeah. Ink. Um, I wonder if he saw Ink. Ink was his favorite. Um, <laughs> Didn't he die before the movie came out? He died before, after 2009, because... Oh. Uh, that was the same year as Antichrist, and he was a, he was he was alive a couple of years after that. Oh, I see. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. Wow. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I felt like I think a lot of it. I think if anything, because you're a fan of genre, um, no matter what genre it is, I think genre is interesting to you depending on the filmmaker and how they approach it like dread hmm. is such a genre film yeah and the way he approached that film i think you really appreciated just like how it was overall just the entire vision of it and and just everything about it so if anything i knew that even if it wasn't like your favorite movie or anything i think you'd appreciate the fact that as a genre picture it's doing some interesting things whether right. it's a technical okay. level or a th- thematic level right. or just a personal vision of it um it, it definitely like it feels like the people who made it love sci-fi yeah like stuff and like you yeah. it feels like it's pulling from all these different sci-fi places uh and Especially that Goyer. they're doing yeah mm, and that they're doing so. their own thing with it and they're not trying to like because in development of this movie they were thinking that all the aliens should be bugs. And they were like, no, that's so overused. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to do that. We're going to do this thing a little bit different. So it felt like yeah. felt like they they were they knew what the sci-fi was and like all all the, you know, what what was coming before them and that they were going to do this yeah. thing and make it their own. Yeah, I think all that's pretty close. I mean, obviously the the basic elements of the film I mean, the way it was shot was incredible. I mean, yeah. the cinematography for the film is, is phenomenal. Right. That light at yeah. the beginning was... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah when I saw that, I didn't remember that, but when I saw that, it was like... It's so oh, hard-boiled yeah. right from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get 
I mean, 40s, 50s, trench coats. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, hard detective. Like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, well, that's what I liked about it is like the mix of era, and they even say it in the film, is like they mix all these different timelines and eras and And locations, geography. Yeah, Yeah, it's not supposed to be recognizable. 100%. And as a viewer, you kind of have to embrace that. Totally. Aesthetic. Yeah. I, I could feel that maybe some people, like maybe like my youngest brother, would be like, ah, this is too campy for me. It's not camp. It's just, it's, it's, it, it just embraces a certain type of look so much right. that if you're not in on it or into it, you're not gonna, you're not gonna necessarily enjoy right. it. Right. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. totally, that's, that's one of those things yeah. that this podcast gives me <laughs> i would have never thought to say it like that but that is that is what this movie is yeah. it is not camp it is you have to buy you, it yeah you have yeah. to really believe yeah it's not it's not intentionally yeah. campy yeah i mean like the, yeah like shit. you know like the guys with their leather kind of suits and their collars and their white faces and they're bald and then the guys with the you know it it, it is very it's not cliche it's such its own thing that we've seen throughout the years but at the same time it's it's its own i don't know how to explain that it's just for the people that like it the they fucking love it right the people that don't get it eh, it's not their thing (laughs) yeah it's i mean camp is such a trippy thing too like we never really got to to camp specifically but it's certainly not reefer madness we've touched touched on camp before. pretty campy And yeah. even um, the clown one, outer uh, <laughs> killer clown. Oh, killer clowns! Yeah, campy, that's fantastic. That's almost kitsch. Yeah, it is yeah. a little kitschy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bad, bad education is more campy. Well, Tremors is kind of a little campy. Education, Almodovar in general is a little camp. Campy. Yeah, he he has he kind of embraces gay a little cinema bit of that. in it is does. pretty campy. It does. Kind of campy. Yeah. yeah, just inherently almost. Um, but like, yeah, no, I think a lot of that. I mean, certainly the way it was shot right away it was was stunning um i liked all the characters in it um the story the filming i mean even the effects themselves actually age fairly well yeah yeah i was surprised by that i mean i robot which he did after not so much yeah yeah no it's not nearly (laughs) not nearly as good um and it's just yeah it's just like a dude who hasn't been constrained yet and in general i think it's filmmakers because i think the writing the writers can't be understated, and the directors can't be understated, but they uh, were a little more uninhibited yeah. with all of that, uh, which has just been been huge. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like the quintessential, it's sort of like a, yeah, it's the culmination of everything I've talked about in film, sci-fi, like how you guys said. Uh, and I watched it actually as a back-to-back with Apocalypto. Oh. I watched it right after Apocalypto. Oh, same. Um <laughs> and it just yeah it was just like spot on yeah the whole time um even the i feel like the ending my they could have played around with a couple of different endings there they probably yeah. did but um no yeah it's one i've been meaning to watch um totally fit in sweet i mean perfectly with the whole kind of noir thing i like to rewatch it just to kind of grab a couple of things from it yeah a lot of the shots are pretty great nice um the time kind of warping with time because they kind of they warp with time but also with that comes with the the way they play with the world i guess if that makes 
just mm-hmm. because they, yeah. they, they form how they the shift the world yeah yeah exactly um i i usually i'm not really i mean even with this film i'm not a huge fan of the whole like action ending like i kind of wish that's why i like oh, burning yeah. because mm-hmm. burning just just stays itself the whole mm-hmm. time and sometimes yeah. these films with that are started as mysteries that was my big gripe with um altered carbon as altered carbon gets to a point where it turns into an action series as a poise as opposed to a dark uh, fuck a noir detective yeah. series. Sure. Um, I I just I like films that stick with it all the way. Right. That's why I like Chandler books and and stories and stuff because his films just right. stick with it right to the end. Um, but I mean it wasn't really terrible in that regard. I mean you could definitely see that coming. I mean that was certainly a an obvious play through all of them. Um, but no, yeah, it was it's a great movie. It's a great way sweet. to kind of. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I was, nice. I was hoping that you'd like it because I, 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 I knew that genre-wise, I think you'd appreciate at least the aesthetic of it. Hundred percent. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, it, it, it's one of those ones. It's like you're either again. Like I was like, you know what? It, maybe it's too campy. I, you know, yeah. I mean, like, like maybe you'd you'd view it as something that's just not. But then I'm like, but then again, he's such a fan of genre. That if he knows the genre that this is in, he yeah. might really dig it or right. just just enjoy it. You know, just for you know, it's not it's gonna. I never thought it was gonna be something that you were gonna be like, "This is the best film ever right. made." I can't believe I haven't <laughs> seen this, but I I I kind of thought that it would be one that at least would be kind of on par with you know other films that you could draw some inspiration right. From. I that mean, you it, would like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent drawing a ton of inspiration from, and like, I think to kind of round it out from where you started or I had, like, it's definitely one of the better movies we've watched. Oh, cool! Oh, wow, great. right yeah. on! Yeah. Wow, it's sweet! Oh, that's ones, awesome! Yeah, so. That's awesome to hear. Right on. So, what, one of the things that I was concerned about with this movie, with you watching it, was the dialogue, and it's like, it's how self serious it is. And I feel like that is a huge buy also for including the cabinets, uh, is a huge buy for this movie. Like if you can take it as seriously as all the characters are taking mm-hmm. it, then you're probably going to like it. Yeah. But if you're, if for a second, you're just like, <laughs> I mean, care. come on, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like let's pull it back. Then you're probably going to just lose sight of this movie altogether. And I was like, when we picked it, I was like, I hope that he like sticks with it the whole <laughs> way. With the world, yeah, yeah, yeah because. Whole... But I mean, with your noiriness, those movies are so self serious. They're so self serious. Right. Like, they're yeah. so beyond. Like I feel like yeah. even if you laughed at a couple lines, you could still come back and be like, okay, but this is yeah. this is this, you know, and I need to like yeah. it for that. And like, I, I like self serious. And that's honest. my biggest yeah. thing is like having not seen dread before the podcast after seeing dread it just cemented that for me where yeah. i was like okay dread is so serious in its own world of that movie at the same time it's so not serious yeah that yeah. was like if keith can believe that if he can if he if can, he can buy really it. buy that <laughs> that world and just how kind of corny it is if you kind of take it out yeah. of its context right he could he could really enjoy really good dark point. city mm-hmm. um so i'm glad that you kind of went on that train and you know and and, and, and stayed with it which that's cool that's no, cool. i was with it right sweet the right on that's yeah. awesome first yeah. first little scene there it I shouldn't mean. it shouldn't be surprising to me at the same time it's a little surprising because i at the same time i was like fuck he's gonna he's yeah gonna hate it 
I was uh, I was like I was more concerned about you not liking ink than I was concerned about Keith liking oh, no Dark City way, for no sure. Way, no way. But it was still like even for both of you, I was like, I hope they maybe yeah. get something out of it. But oh yeah, sweet, yeah. sweet. Yeah, there's well, definitely. Awesome. I think even for like a lookbook's sake, I'd like to go back and just kind of pull oh, a couple sweet. of shots out of it. Yeah. Oh, dope, in there dope. Yeah, cool ideas for sure. Yeah, and that. Yeah. I think it's it's interesting too because it comes at a time watching that film where. Because when you do a lot of commercial work, I mean, people are so afraid of certain aspects of of cinematography, specifically, where it's like, oh, we can't have shadows, it's got to be high key, right. it's got to be bright. So, yeah. And people are so afraid to do other things that, it, for me, it's just kind of a reaction against it, where yeah. it's like, Noir's like... If you're not doing shadows and hard lighting, and you're not having these characters who are so serious, like you're doing it so wrong, right? You right. know, you gotta have that shit. So it's to me that's I think that's kind of where it comes from is just a reaction to, and the the commercial stuff is fun. Don't get me wrong, um, and there's there's validity to it and things like that. But it's just like, I mean, that's where Lanthimos came in. He was like. Mm-hmm. I made all my films as a direct response to all the commercial shit I was doing. I wanted mm-hmm. the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Deadpan, dry, dark, kind of humorous, but still like serious and yeah. you know all the things you couldn't do. And I respect that a lot. And I think it's just you get tired of... Of doing the same shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it comes at an interesting time. Uh, and just the films I'm... I'm processing in my own mind trying to create and the films i'm gonna be shooting on and things like that it just it all kind of culminated yeah. in a good spot so oh nice yeah man i'm glad we were able to touch on these three films um kind of interesting way to kind of end this whole yeah shebang. yeah yeah. Um, we, yeah we all kind of like damn, we ended man. on a really good note and then tiger in yeah Hate, finally hates a movie so thank we god. all kind of thank god we all kind of i mean not that you <laughs> it, hate it it is uh, weird and i would never have thought it would have ended like that but it makes <laughs> sense it makes so it much sense. the weirdest up. triplets it's, of films yeah we it all done. lines up yeah but trip. weirdly all related to inception god damn it dude i'm so sick of knowing <laughs> I know. It That's started so with funny. Nolan. Is Nolan. It started yeah, with Nolan. Yeah, 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 the prestige. Yeah. Dark City. Dunkirk. Inception as yeah. fuck. Oh my god. Apocalypto. A little bit. Yeah. You yeah. can kind of see it. God damn it, dude. The chase, the whole, yeah. the hero's journey. It yeah. just goes to show you that Nolan watches a lot of movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's very, You're welcome, he's Nolan. very well versed. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh my god! Next dude. week on it's the true. Nolan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> one hundred and one. This was the Reffin podcast. Yeah, yeah. one hundred and one. We're gonna do. It was Nolan. supposed to be. Damn it. <laughs> um. No, I think that's a. I think that's a great little little touch of that little spot to kind of end everything. As much as I don't want to end everything. <laughs> um, I know it's tough. Um. But for the last time. Uh, follow us on Letterbox, Jacob Fultz, Byron Gouette, G-O-U-E-T-T-E, and Hyperion Creator for me. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be adding stuff to that list as time goes on. Um, we're going to push forward. I mean, I feel like even though this is ending, our conversation just can't end. Like, we just, the outlet still has to exist in some way. We might do some legacy episodes. Legacy episodes, there's always that opportunity. I think, reg- I mean, each one of us could easily come up with other things or if we need to say right. things it's getting sure. it out there yeah. uh i definitely would like to see this turn into something kind of like where even monthly we do like a group 
and I mean open to all the listeners and everyone else, all the friends and everything. Like monthly, it'd be awesome to do like a maybe a dual film thing or something where we kind of watch the movies, talk about it. just just mm. keeping the conversation going. Yeah. Cause I little think little mo- uh, <laughs> f- monthly film club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. it could be something we we do here pretty soon. So, I mean, just because this format ends definitely doesn't mean the rest of it's going to end and we're all going to make films and and do things and push forward um but 100 episodes 100 episodes fuck yeah Yeah. and seriously like all the people who've been listening and putting up with our shit and inconsistencies and troubled production or whatever like (laughs) seriously it's a big thank you to you guys yeah. um i mean yeah. really, just seeing like the the little bit of numbers that we had for this and and increasing up, like, too was and really increasing nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean the fact that we have listeners at all like seriously yeah. i would never have known like i would never have thought that right. we were actually getting the numbers that we were um i would never have thought that really right, totally yeah, like totally. where do these people come from exactly yeah, yeah you know exactly. it's really and cool they don't say anything to us ever. i know yeah well, I mean, some of them do. I know a couple. I know a couple listeners. I know a couple yeah. engaged yeah. listeners who t- who talk to me, you know, about yeah. it, but um, not not as many as we get. Yeah, it yeah. definitely definitely touches you, you know, to a degree for sure. You <laughs> it know. does. Hey, it does. It's cool. Well, yeah. You know, I think you know and when uh, I masturbate, I think I know all the viewers to listen right. to my voice. I just, you know, this is how we're gonna end. Hell of an end. Can I can I do a thing? Can yes, I, but okay. also I just want to say thank you to all the guests who who took their time to be on the show, who gave their insight um, and helped us learn and you know everything that they do. So mm-hmm. Yeah, for really sure. Really appreciate for that. Sure. Yeah, all, sure. really all of them brought something different that I totally. needed to learn about. Yeah. I totally. think. Yeah. I mean, ironically, two of our guests were fellow or previous college professors that we all. Had. respected yeah yeah that that obviously you know again one of the reasons for doing the podcast was getting that outlet that that that, that they gave going us. to that they gave us originally um and that you know we wanted to further that and yeah. these were people that we looked up to that you know we we wanted to continue that sort of dialogue and mm-hmm. they 100%. did and they you know not only for that episode but they continued the you know the discussion and the livened those type of discussions that we had you know after um they were on the show yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah go ahead what do you uh i just wanted to say that i i i had this little pet project cinema therapy that i i am still going to be finishing <laughs> like i know i've made one episode and it's been almost a year now since <laughs> since it's been out but um I will be finishing that. So if, cool. if if listeners want to listen to that, they can check that out. Sweet. That's short form. It's not this extended conversation. But yeah, totally. More focused. You can. It's yeah, it's, you, yeah, yeah. It's very focused. Just just my voice. But um, if you want some more of that shit, you can check that out too. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. No, the Hell first yeah. episode was great. So Hell yeah. definitely looking forward to your next one. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Anything else that needs to be? Gosh. I feel like I tried to. We tried to cover. I mean, I feel like really. all three of us will have projects, whether it's related to the podcast or semi-related, right. in the future. That will probably, you know, if we want, we could all we'll share. Come it in to and the, plug them. To the yeah. yeah, plug it or um, you know, post on the on the back to back website. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, I, really, I know to page. keep our feet up, we have to at least um, 
once a year we have to post something so they're mm-hmm. we're still gonna probably post hmm. a thing yeah. okay maybe okay yeah um often enough to where you know, you might see our name yeah. a little pop up here. And yeah, there. and maybe you'll maybe. see, maybe we'll get more personal stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll be posting our diaries. projects there, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Or we'll read from our personal That's diaries. True. Just entries that we yeah. write about that make us cry. Reviews. Mm-hmm. Mostly ghost things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've been trying to think of other ways to maybe spin and spin things out, too. And I don't know. We'll see. There's always options. But so right now, options. just for the way that it is now, I mean... All things eventually come to an end, it, you know. Other than maybe The Simpsons, <laughs> forever and South Park, yeah. but you know, even SML. those yeah. struggle after a period of time. So, like, you know, all things come to an end, and just because this specific type of conversation ends, doesn't mean all conversations end. And like you guys said, they could definitely pop up again. Um, there's so many movies. There's so many things we didn't talk about. There's so many options out there. That- I thought we hit all the movies. We had all of them. Yeah. It's like 180 of them. There's nothing more important than the ones we talked about. That's true. Yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, it's not. Which we didn't talk about any Woody Allen movies. So, fuck you, Woody Allen. (laughs) Woody Allen doesn't exist. So, we watched two Woody Allen movies in the last four days. Did you watch Bananas? No. I watched The Interiors and Manhattan. Oh, and and, um, Wonder Wheel. Oh, yeah. So he's made so many so movies. Three. I only yeah. know one of those. God. He's made one a year since like whenever. overrated. Whenever, <laughs> whenever oh, he was man. born. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Woody Allen's overrated. What's what's the one with the what's the one with the that got the Academy Award for cinematography? Was the what's that one? Um, his famous one. Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Annie Hall's good. Yeah, Annie Hall's good. Manhattan's better though, and it's by the same cinematographer. And I think the cinematography on Manhattan is better. Than is it? Is. is it still like it's just on and sticks white. and just yeah. goes? Oh, and I think wow, it's better cool. than Annie Hall. Really? You should check out Manhattan. Okay, I gotta check. That's it out. why I watched it because I'm like Gordon Willis is a god. So. That guy, he's very, very yeah, good, very smart. He did The Godfather, and he's Prince of Darkness, is what the other Prince cinematographers of call yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. All right, good way to end this. Talking about Woody Allen, <laughs> right? Woody Allen, Chris Nolan. Hey, we no, talk- we're talking about the Prison of Darkness. We talked about the Prison of Darkness. Yeah. There's you know? so many films or yeah. so many directors we would have talked about. Just before name Woody Allen name a director did. you want to end this on. Just any. Putting me on the fucking spot uh, now. Just name. So just Kurosawa. Just, Chris, Nolan. Chris Nolan. Great. Chris Nolan. Mizuguchi. Chris Nolan. Would have been great. Chris Nolan. <laughs> How much that guy came up in this podcast? And not giving as much of a shit as we maybe we do give a lot of shit. I don't know. Chris Nolan. Yeah, we talked about Tarantino. We didn't even get a chance to talk about his new movie. Chris Nolan. Sad day. I would love to have talked about um, I can't pronounce his name, but the guy who did Loveless and The Banishment. Chris Nolan. And uh, the no, Russian guy. Russian guy Zig. I can't say his name. <laughs> Little Russian Z. guy. No, uh, the Russian guy. It, I, I honestly, it's like it starts with a Z. Is it? He did Loveless. Yeah, it's the dude you talked about. Um, for, yeah, in, in, yeah. So in Leviathan. Mean, Leviathan. Yeah. Oh, he, it would be great yeah. someday. We got to yeah. talk about Tarkovsky though. Which yeah, is a big which is good. That was we, good. Yeah. I would have never watched those movies. In nostalgia, we got to Yeah. Yeah. And the there mirror. Was films we the didn't mirror and Andre Rublev. Oh my right. god, you guys would love this too. So I know, many, it's so, so hard many. to just stop. It's hard. You just want to keep going. Keep <laughs> I know. Up, keep We're all cinephiles, up. I think. It's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. We have a problem. 
Well, I hope that there was some value to the listeners who stuck around. Apologies that I couldn't keep you know keep going on if it's something you want to listen to. Shit, I I know it sounds vain, but I like listening to our own episodes. <laughs> yeah, we fit into a niche that just didn't really exist, but. Not everything can catch on and schedules change and things like that. So it's important to to keep evolving, keep changing, keep uh, doing different things and probably background. Yeah. I mean, but like probably no like one, a month. No <laughs> one's talking about like Chris Nolan's films. So I'm glad someone <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was doing yeah, it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, but really though, thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't really have a great way to end this. Just goodbye. <laughs> He just ends with us laughing. That's actually kind of a good ending. It's not a bad ending. I don't know if I can get another laugh. It's sad, man. It is sad. It is sad. It's like sad. Because when you say goodbye, when it ends, it's like that's Yeah. When you hit the space bar, I'm never going to say another word to you guys. So (laughs) do you have anything to say to me? (laughs) Well, now that we have a couple hours to spare. Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, man. I hope uh, I hope we did something good. No, I think we did. We have a hundred episodes so. that even if this is the first episode someone listens to, they have ninety nine right. that they can listen to. That's you know, if they had one episode a day, they have ninety nine days. Right. That they can, you know, and that's check that out. That's probably like epic. like. 300 hours 200 hours yeah. maybe it's of crazy. shit it's gotta be more yeah. maybe yeah. T- yeah. 300 yeah. 400 even yeah. I don't know that's a lot of hours yeah. of shit for people that's pretty sick. I mean it's good shit yeah but hey. yeah and then like you know certain things like social media and email I mean they'll all still be active so if yeah. you do listen and you do manage to send something yeah we'll still right. get the notifications get well, <laughs> if you want to paint so. like a caricature of the three of us like that would be cool <laughs> And That's we'll give true. you Keith's address. Just That'll something. get us started again. That'll yeah. Kickstart the show again. Yeah. Uh, we like love. Right. At some point, you do got to end it, though. At some point, you do got to end it. So uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. I get the last word. Chris Nolan. <laughs> I get it. I Thank you.